do 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 cue the theme tune. <laughs> We've had the theme tune done. Well, then you need to edit this, don't you, and go back and put this no, before. No, because now what I want to do is well, I want to delete... too late. You've just done it, haven't you? Oh, God, Craig, you're ruining this intro, man. Hello, welcome to Pixel Prep. <laughs> no, don't, less, don't steal it from me. Less. Hi, and welcome to Pixel Prep. My name is Craig. I am joined by Chris Slinger. Yo. Alex Jackson. Hello. And my little brother, Nick Broddle. Hey, hey. Although Nick does not really admit to this, but in this case he has to. Yeah. <laughs> he tries to avoid being related to me wherever he can. I'm How are you doing? my will. <laughs> wants to go home. <laughs> Shut up. He's <laughs> got his body warmer on. He wants to go home. Why have you got a body warmer on? It's like 20 degrees. <laughs> so weird. I'm cold-blooded, all right? I can't help it. Reptilian. So... <laughs> You've tuned in again and you've thought to yourself, I want all the hard-hitting news from those hardcore industry fucking know-it-all, those journalist-type motherfuckers over on Pixel Prep. Well, you've got the wrong place. I was going to say, where are they? That's most definitely not us, right? definitely not me. It's definitely not any of us. Let's be honest, our audience knows that. But we are going to take the time to have a little bit of a chat, so thank you very much for joining us. Hello. Um, obviously, <laughs> you know what we're about. It's making willy jokes and inappropriate comments and occasionally talking about games. But, but what you jokes. may not know oh! is that it's trivia time. Yes. Oh, what's your trivia? Right, so I've got two for you this week. First, Final Fantasy. Which one? The first one. Oh. It got its name... From the fact that it was supposed to be Square's last ever game. Yes, I do know this. They were struggling to become popular with dodgy games that they'd released, such as Rad Racer and World Runner 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rad Racer. No, neither have I. That's a product of the times, ain't it? <laughs> like Jet Set Willy and... <laughs> There's the Willy joke. Yeah, but we're on track. <laughs> This game was basically going to be Square's way of bowing out of the industry with grace. So That's back when I was Squaresoft. That backfired because the fuckers have made like 20 of them now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you got... Actually, how many Final Fantasy games are there? With the thing, with things like Dissidia NT coming out, which is the fighting game with yeah. Final Fantasy yeah. characters. Well, you've also got Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Yeah, World um, of Final Fantasy that's not long come out. Didn't they do a Chocobo racing game? They well? did. Yeah, yeah, they did a Chocobo World racing race. game. They They've also... got the 15 core titles and then all the fucking spin-offs of them. Which you had yeah. X2, didn't you? You had X2, you had oh, shit. 13 yeah, I about that. 2, you had 13 2, 2? Didn't 13 have two sequels? Yeah, two yeah. Oh. Final Fantasy 13 was a trilogy. 13 <laughs> yeah, to the power of well, three. Yeah. <laughs> Do we count in the Kingdom Hearts games in there as well? Okay. Because technically My they're God. kind of Final Fantasy-ish. Yeah, I, no, feel, I don't, I don't think there. so, because they, they, they have like Disney characters on there. But so all we what? know is they're a fucking... Are you a racist? Disney, Disney racist. Disney racist. Yeah, Craig's fiance slash sister would not like that. She's not here to confirm or deny the fact that she's my sister. Anyway, or your fiance. You just you loved that, was it? On our Twitter feed the other day. Like, don't divorce me, Samantha. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you rag me for Broddle facts. <laughs> By the way, fans, go to at Broddle No, facts. anyway, so. <laughs> to get all your info the... about our favourite Broddle. She's gone massively off track. We're like three fucking minutes in. It's incredible. We're talking about Final <laughs> Fantasy and how many fucking games there are. Um, 
No, we were on trivia time. Let me give you the second one. Did you know the the race of God of War? Mm-hmm. Mm. Kratos. Wrong. His name is actually taken from the Greek word Kratos. It's spelled though C-R-A-T-O-S, which means power. Okay, that makes so, sense, yeah, since he's a powerhouse. Angry powerhouse! A very angry... Although now he's a very shallow, boring powerhouse. Well, now he's a very children with a beard. No, like this, I'm very interested to see what this game is about. I really want to play it. I know, the, I know you do. Uh, the game's creator is it Corey Balrog or Barlog? I don't, I don't know. Balrog. It's, it's from Street Fighter Five. I don't know what it's saying. <laughs> he um, basically like when he started I'm making he this those game games with those fucking boxing gloves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when he started making those games, obviously, like he was, he wasn't a dad or anything like that. And since then, he himself has had a kid, and yeah. that's influenced the way that he's made games. Now he's forced his dad agenda into God of War. Oh no! Like I heard this come <laughs> no, up the other day. I had yeah. this come up the other day and they were talking about um, like why is it we're seeing more parental games? Why is it we're seeing more things um, with kind of like more immediate and obvious ties to parents and mm. things like that? And it's because the people that grew up developing these games are, now grown are, up. are growing up. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're becoming parents. And their very real life experiences are influencing our fantasy experiences. So I don't know. I thought it was quite cool. It is interesting, but at the same time, that sort of stuff kind of turns me yeah, off a little we've bit. We've just been playing Dragon Ball Vitas. I know, it was awesome. You gotta admit, it did look fun. You didn't. You didn't correct me. I know. <laughs> That's it. It's <laughs> official. It's just. It's twenty second of April. We officially won. He's just keeping up. Bandai <laughs> said so. <laughs> the dicks. <laughs> But that's mm. the thing. It looked fun, right? It looked hyperactive, hypercolorful. Oh, yeah, it was after war crazy. And for me, my video games, I like them to be, you know, wacky and not real life. So when people try and like make it realistic, I think it was the realistic game that came with Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, let's make it a realistic RPG. Why? Dragons are cool. Throw that shit. I love in. it. <laughs> right. What if we had Skyrim, but, but it was made it boring? Somerset. <laughs> And it was the 16th century, and there was no magic or dragons or fun. Yes. That sounds Winner. like a plan. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> there like one bit in it where every time you've you got to get like a key from someone, and every time they like try to attack them or do anything, they instantly kill your ass or you get arrested. And the way you get the key is you literally just go, can I have the key? And they go, yeah, sure, it's yours, mate. It's like... <laughs> There's no fun in that. that, I mean, if it was a puzzle game where, you know, the old point-and-click adventures where you got to go on some of the same quest to get him, like, I don't know, a squid from the shop, which is five miles away, yeah, you know, get a bit of puzzle behind it, not just go, can I have your coat? Yeah, sure, mate, it's yours. This is it. Thank you. such a heavy theme of realism behind it that actually... Every time I look at that game, I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah. I'm bored looking at you. I don't want to see the adverts. I don't want to see anything about it. You look boring. I don't want to touch you. And this is the thing I have with games sometimes. Every time I see like an ultra-realistic game or someone that praises on how realistic the graphics are and they say something like, oh, look at Kratos' beard. You can see every single mm-hmm. you know, hair f- molecule that we've come up with. Like, yeah, that's brilliant. Where's the fun? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Beautiful game. The thing about that game, like I mean, we'll come on to that in a bit. But the thing about that game is that it is the best looking game in terms of being a superhero simulator Mm. for Thor. 
Yeah. Just yeah. The, like I've I've heard like people especially have great, when the axe comes back and that's so not a hammer because you don't have to like you basically you throw your fucking axe at whatever bad guy you fucking decide is going to have his melon split in two yeah and then you just fuck off and start beating people with your fists <laughs> and it's absolutely brilliant because you can run off two miles in one direction before you go shit where's my axe and then <laughs> and then you realise that you've left it in that guy back there and you hold your hand back and it comes back to you and oh, it's wow. yeah Mjolnir it's comes wonderful. back to you I mean sorry the axe comes back yeah, to you not Mjolnir <laughs> not Mjolnir yeah, the axe although I know you can unlock the blades of chaos in yeah. God of War 4 I why do you just call it God of War 4 I hate it when you try and reboot the suckers the thing is like, I think this is you know how I said about with Final Fantasy XV, it said for fans and first timers. Mm. I think that's the same. <laughs> Isn't with this. that for everyone, man? No, like Final Fantasy XV for the gamers. <laughs> Final can... Fantasy XV for people that like expensive coasters and even sport fans. Well, no, 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 no. They look quite upbeat. They look like you know Ensic. Yeah, but in black. <laughs> yeah. we're, not, we're not emo we're pop stars yeah god damn it wow. which is so much better I did see an action no, figure but... of Cindy and my god that girl's wears nothing you, you've got to <laughs> you've got to be honest like this game looks really good yeah, in I mean... terms of it's a great jumping on point for those of us I, I haven't ever played through an entire God of War I think the most I've done is maybe given an hour to one of the ones on the Vita that was about that's it. a shocker it was either Vita or PSP it was um... it'll be Vita Nickel, no. Is it Chains of Olympus? Chains of Olympus. That was on the uh, PSP. Yeah, right. I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, it's not it's not something that interests me. No. Like, because the guy seemed really boring. Mm. It was about a shouty man! I've got daggers! I don't know how it changed <laughs> from one to three. has very pale white skin. Well, that's all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like... <laughs> I'm tempted to wear some makeup <laughs> and go out going... All of us put together. I don't want to work today! I don't understand how the game's changed from the first one all the way through to God of War 3. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Because he was still shouty, he was still angry, and he was still fighting gods. I don't get what happened. Was it just a really long journey? Well, apparently... Was this the Lord of the Rings for our PlayStation? Probably. Well, apparently, from what I've heard, God of War was only meant to be one game. So it should much, have been one game. In fact, it pretty much ended... I can't remember. I can't Does remember exactly. Battling Zeus right at the end of it, or is that? That's three. Yeah. But I think at the end of one, he kind of like was in some like World War Two or World War One, so it kind of get no, that thing. Where I, play, going... I played through all all of the God of War games. Yeah. Come on, then. Come on, come on, come on. You know, I you know your shit. Show you that. Here's the thing about God of War One. At the end of it, you kill the antagonist, which is God of the original God of War, Ares, oh. and then you take his place as ah. the new God of War. And then the second one. That's promotion. You, Sorry? That's promotion in Greek world. Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in the second one, you are portrayed by the gods themselves. You're portrayed by Zeus after he kills you, and then you are brought back to life by the Titans, and oh. then you you went to this island to change the... To change, to, uh, fuck. Go, go on, get your teeth in, man. Get your teeth <laughs> in. You go together. You yeah, um, come on. To change your fate. Rev um, it so up. you have to go to this island to see the Sisters of Fate. And... What do you do? You you kill everything inside. It, it's it's what you do. You Did kill, you kill the sisters of fate? You kill the sisters of fate. Oh no! Why? Because you can't you can't go up and just say please. Yeah. No, you got to kill them. <laughs> so, so, please help me, or I'll stab you in the face. And then I'll do it anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not being funny, but God of War Two sounds like a hyper violent version of Hercules. 
Yeah, like that's how it sounds. Disney's Hercules. Hercules meets Kill Bill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm just fair. imagine the fate. You know the fates from Disney's yeah, Hercules. Yeah, yeah. I'm just imagine Kratos stabbing the shit out of those three, and that's a shame because <laughs> yeah. I like those three. And, and, and they told end... me to invest in indoor plumbing. <laughs> Nick, come on. And at the end of God of War three, after you kill every single god there is, see, it, in God of War one and two, you, you pretty much struggle to kill. You left, you left a few right, behind. Come on, tell us about God of War 3. What happens next? God of not War. not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I don't think anyone is. This is the thing. This is what I'm trying to say is that they were so two-dimensional that they didn't really suck that many people in. Whereas I think the nice thing about this is that from what you've seen and from the trailers that they've dropped for this latest God of War, you're seeing the same character that you're aware of previously, whether or not you played all three games, like Nick, sad, or you were like us <laughs> and you were cool and you were out riding bikes. Oh, or you want to be Craig and be like, was it Dad Simulator Norse mythology style? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is that this is a game that's obviously taken a character that you're already aware of and given them a lot of depth and really reworked that character. You say that, but he still looks boring, especially when he kind of like walks around and goes, come boy. No, I don't want to speak to you. Right, but... Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> axe, return. You know. You're near, I mean... Well, I mean, sorry, axe, I mean, uh, the axe. Uh, North axe, come back to me. I don't know. I, don't I know think... what you're saying, but at the same think... time, but he doesn't have that revolutionary character twist that you're trying to make out. I don't know if I agree, because everything I've read so far would indicate that actually there's been a huge change in his character. The one thing I am... He's still an angry guy. That, like that's just part of his character now hipster angry but he's now dealing with a lot more it's not just that he's angry it's he's trying to protect his son from that side of him because he doesn't want his kid to become him when he grows up he wants to ensure that his kid is protected mm. so that's why like, to my knowledge bearing in mind I haven't played the game <laughs> and yet he takes him on a murder mystery rampage adventure uh, no like, this is it like he he helps Atreus, uh, which is the name of the kid, like well, learn how to yeah. use a bow and arrow. Mm. The reason being is that it's a ranged weapon. He's keeping him away from harm, which in Kratos' mind makes sense because he's not in the thick of it. We are seeing a slightly different type of character. Guess swallowed by the world serpent. Who does? Kratos and his kid. When? In God of War, they go into the mouth of the world serpent. You can't use a bow and arrow on everything. It's just like, it's like keep him away from danger. See that? We're going to swim in that. <laughs> I, I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah. I mean, anyway, it's, let's move on. It is so like, I, I suppose in Kratos' mind, in his backward logic mind, fair mind, this is a person who's like rampaged yeah. and killed everything left, right and centre. I'm going to give you a bow and arrow. Yeah. You're safe now. This is it. He's not... He's not, you know, 2018's number one dad. He's no, he's never going to get dad of the year. <laughs> but it's like what attracts me to the idea of it is because I've always said I love story based games. Yes. And this story of Kratos trying to protect his son whilst also killing everything know, that moves. Yeah. And how that kind of entwines together would be interesting. Plus, Nordic mythology is far more interesting than Greek. I don't care what anyone yeah. says. I don't I would know. rather you can hear have, about you can... Odin and Thor and Loki and you know all the Norse pantheon than I would rather hear about fucking Hermes. I must admit, you can have more fun the language by saying "How about thee?" and smash shit. Far more interesting. One thing that does piss me off about actually, it's not God of War itself; it's the hype surrounding God of War. 
It's when uh, magazines and reviewers say yeah. stuff like, uh, oh, in God of War, it's like almost open world, but not quite. So if you finish the game without doing any of the side quests, you're only completing 50% of the game. It's revolutionary that way. Nah, that's Castlevania and Metroid <laughs> yeah. and, and Dark Souls and Bloodborne, yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff, where you could go down one line, but you can also backtrack and get other bits and bobs. Yeah. There's nothing new anymore. No, it's the thing, but I just, it just annoys me a little bit when people make out that this is a brand new thing. No, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's just, just so what it's related to. I mean, that's turned more people on. If someone said, oh, this is Castlevania, but with Kratos, people were like, huh. Yeah. Chin scratch, because we ain't going to get Castlevania because fuck Konami. Uh, you're getting you're Castlevania, get, my you're friend. You're getting a different type. It's called Bloodstain, isn't it? Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's coming to your phone. <gasps> Ooh! And only in Japan. Ah, it's a, it's a Patinko machine. <laughs> I do not get why Konami hate their products quite so much. <laughs> it's a digital Pachinko machine they by chance. They the shit out of that Metal Gear franchise and now they're turning on Castlevania. <laughs> to be honest, I'm kind of looking forward to Death Strain. Is it Straining or Stranding? Death Stranding. Stranding. I'm kind of looking forward to that because by the end of Metal Gear, I think it was something like Metal Gear Solid 4, Hideo Kojima just did not actually want to do any more Metal Gears. So now he gets to do something brand new, which is quite fun. Yeah, I'd be interested to see yeah. what comes out of that warped mind. I mean, it does look yeah. like he's working been... with um, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, and... I hope to God he brings no. some of this shit in, because yeah. let's be honest, Kojima needs an editor. Well, these these were the guys that were going to do Silent Hill. They were. So, and I'd love to see that. That's a shame that we never got them. So I'll just kickstart it, make it Silent Bills. Silent Bills? Bills. <laughs> Starring Norman. I just I want that to be about ducks in a pond, but the pond is haunted. <laughs> and the ducks are psycho. They don't go quack, they go fuck. No, only, only, only one of the ducks is psycho, but they don't know which duck. The rest of them. Because the duck always comes up against all the other ducks really quietly. And, and it's, it's called Silent Bills. And it's in the fog. <laughs> <laughs> the same duck comes out the fog and goes quack. My word. Anyway... So, normally this point of the show, we would give you the happy birthday section, which is where we talk about games that were released within this month. But obviously, because we've had to amend our normal scheduling, what we've already kind of covered this month. That said, we didn't give any love to Mario Kart on the Wii, which is 10 years old this month. It oh. celebrated its 10-year anniversary on the 10th of April. And it's got rebirthed so many times. Yeah, so, you know. Didn't it get, like, rebirthed on Wii U and then again on the Switch? I think it most recently splurged out onto the Switch. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, though, Mario Kart is, is fun. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Edition? Yes. Oh, but it's not 8, is it? It's Infinite Symbol. Oh, As in, it'll never end. No, it won't. <laughs> There'll be another <laughs> Mario. It's a subliminal message for the Mario fans out there. They fucking love it. To be fair, though, I mean, I do like the Mario Kart games. They are part of game fun. To be fair, I was never a massive fan. And then... Played it on the Switch um, yeah. last year when Josh was on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need to get him back in. I know, yeah. Um, to nick his Switch. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it got me a taste for it, and then Miss my sister came down. She's got a Switch. She's got Mario Kart on it, and it is actually really, really fun to play. Um, but no, it's, it's good. There is a certain wackiness to Mario Kart, which I do enjoy. It's yeah. just kind of like. It is the ultimate pick-up-and-play game. Yeah, yeah. So you have no skills, no simulation. Fuck it, you're throwing turtle shells up. I imagine that's the kind of game that's up your alley. We talk about yeah. games that aren't incredibly realistic and that you can just pick up and play. Mm. I'm surprised that you aren't more of a kart racing fan. I was very keen on trying to pick up that um, Sonic Racers because that got a major hype, actually. It was also done by Sumo Digital, which is a UK-based company. 
Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think it's Dallas back on the PS3. Right. But you know what Mario Kart's like? It's pretty much solely on Nintendo games. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have a Switch or anything like that. I've just got my PS4. What was your go-to kart racer? Do you remember? Because everyone had one at some point. Whether or not you owned it, it was one that you played the most. Star Wars Episode One Racer. I remember that. Sixty-four. Yeah. That was mine. But I again because when. Growing up, you you had the, the trilogies, and at the time, you thought Episode One was fucking amazing. And then, as you grow, as you grew up, you realised how shit it actually. Yeah, was. it was terrible. Um, but they had a character like Jar Jar Binks. You fucking that's one of the reasons. Yeah. Um, now this is pod racing. Oh. On, the, that, on the plus side, the fight between Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn and Darth Maul that was yeah, pretty boss. Yeah. But I tell you what, Ray Parks is a fucking quality actor. Stuntman, yeah. He's is he an actor or stuntman? Is a, a bit of trivia for you. Yeah. In Slap episode one, when uh, Darth Maul and Darth Sidious are talking, and Darth Maul turns around and says, "At last, we will have." Yes. Say, say, say the voice. Yeah. Say the voice. It's not Ray Park. It's Peter Sofowitz. Yes. It? Yes. Who is it? Peter Sofowitz. Oh. Mm. Okay then. He did enough. the voiceover for it. I've no idea why they did that, but they felt <laughs> it was a more sort of. <laughs> I don't know. Of interest, yeah. has, anyone, has anyone heard Ray Park speak? Because we might go our answer from that. You know? <laughs> right. Like Sidious go, let's we'll have our revenge, and Ray Park go, all right, master. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Shit, yeah. where's Peter? Get him in here. God, can you imagine that guy? What if you just sounded really dumb? I'm here to fight the Jedi. <laughs> I'm going to smack you around. It's got a fucking brummy accent. <laughs> right. Right. Right, Jedi. Just going to slice you up a bit. It's okay with you. Uh, <laughs> Australian. Nah, probs, mate. <laughs> I love it. Just the idea that he steps yeah, quite across chin and goes, fuck off, cunt. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bit where he opens the doors. He goes, good day. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, oh. a, a, <coughs> a bit of boring trivia. You know, Peter Pepper Phillips. I can't even pronounce his name. Peter Sarah Fenowitz. That's it. He's also in Dark Souls 2. Is he? he yeah, I know. Yeah. Well. Do you know how he got the role, though? No. He just likes the game. And he said, can you make me in the game? Oh. So I went, yeah, sure. That, Matthew Perry did that as well for Fallout Las Vegas. I did not he, know. He was a massive fan of the Fallout Ooh. series. And... And drugs. Well, mainly drugs. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, Matthew Perry. You were my favourite Friends character. Let's be honest, all the Friends characters were fucking horrible. They were. <laughs> look but but Chandler was the only one that I really liked, because yeah, yeah. he was the only one that was genuinely funny. Yeah, looking back, Ross is a fucking monster. Yeah. I mean, what kind of dickhead calls out someone else's name at a wedding? Oh, no. <laughs> I take you, Ross. I take you, Rachel. I mean, sorry. <laughs> Emily, whatever your name is. It was Emily. <laughs> was you're it? A, you're a fan. You know it. Yeah, I just remembered that bit because I thought, oh, this is a horrible but yeah, show. Because he was a massive fan of the games, They, he was the villain in Fallout New Vegas. That's yeah, quite cool. That's quite good. Wasn't Robin Williams in Total War Games or something like that? I know he was, he was a massive gamer. Well, he was a huge Zelda. fan. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. his daughter's called Zelda. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In fact, do you remember the um, do you remember the adverts that you used to get yes, with the yeah, two yeah. of them playing yeah, on the side? DS? Yeah. It? You had them on the DS. They did a I'm sure they did a Wii one. So you remember where you could um, fire the arrow by using the nunchucks yes. in tandem? Yeah. Like I'm fairly certain there was a video of what appeared to just be a, if you didn't know a, a regular woman, but it was actually Zelda Williams, yeah. and then her dad turned up and he also <laughs> yeah, played yeah. the game. <laughs> So um, it was very cool. I know that the World of Warcraft mob wanted Robin Williams' character to be 
not Robin's character, Robin Williams wanted to be a character in World of Warcraft, yeah. which, if I was Robin Williams, I'd fucking protest against that, beyond <laughs> the grave. Like, no, no, let's not do this. Although the best adverts ever were Nintendo's back in the day when Rick Mail did them. I tell you what, I'm liking this. I'm liking this celebrity role. That did we're you on. Did you ever see the Rick Mail adverts? No. Oh, didn't. they were fucking hilarious. You can go on YouTube still. They're absolutely yeah. brilliant. The best one was the he was advertising Nigel Mansell's racing for the SNES, oh, and okay. he's going and he's going around his house saying how each one of his members of his family love it. And they've just got a Nigel Mansell moustache on. <laughs> so this is my wife. This big bully guy comes out with Nigel Mansell moustache. He likes it. She likes it. My daughters like it. And we're like, right, all right. <laughs> They're actually quality adverts. And the Zelda one he did for the Game Boy as well was absolutely brilliant. I loved, uh, when it came to adverts, I don't think anyone could quite beat PlayStation when they had the vice president of everything, Kevin Butler. <laughs> Fuck. Those were brilliant. That was absolutely yeah. brilliant. Like, it was brilliant. Um, there's a bit where he's talking to a guy, and he's this nervous young lad, and he, he comes up and he's like, hi, Kevin Butler, vice president of first-person shooters. How can I help? And he goes, hi, I'm, uh, I'm playing for a job. Um, I'm really nervous, but I, you know, have you got any tips for me? And the guy goes... Well, let's have a look at your resume. What does it say here? Huh, you're a big fan of Mac. Well, as one of the main key leaders of a continuous squad running around and making sure that your objectives are continuously met, I would say that you're ideal for leading a team within the company. What job is it that you're going for? Vice President of First Person Shooters. (laughs) It just stops on Kevin Butler's face and goes, huh. (laughs) <laughs> and that was the end of it but every time they would talk about the game that was like he was always the vice president it, wasn't he yeah he was always the vice president of it um i, I remember like they did a storyline for oh, it the fuck? i remember these because i remember watching like, them on youtube it was, it was well, back like, when brilliant. jack tretton like ran sony and yeah. he, he basically he kevin butler went off and he went off to sell carpets yeah. bearing in mind this was a character that they'd invented <laughs> and they would do adverts of him selling carpets and he got bored. He got bored. <laughs> like, he was like, I'm bored of it, but I, I said I'd never go back. And then he ended up coming back, takes a jet ski across the pond to get to the Sony. <laughs> it's so good. If you can ever find a compilation of Kevin oh. Butler PlayStation adverts, search them on YouTube. They're Dude, they'll fucking be there. hilarious. They'll be there. One of my favourites was the um, Call of Duty uh, advert with Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Yes. And Channing oh Tatum's the fucking that. pro, and Jonah Hill's the noob, hasn't got a clue, keeps shooting yeah. himself. And he goes through this montage, and then right at the end, Channing Tatum's down behind a car, Jonah Hill turns around and goes, I've got this, and just fucking wipes to the floor with everything. It's, yeah. It is really good. Because they did it again for, I think it was Black Ops 3. Yeah. Because obviously they added the, the more futuristic fucking wall climbing noise. So yeah, Danny McBride in there. Oh, I love Danny McBride. Kill Steel and everything. It, it, they are quite good ones. I'll tell you what, Danny McBride's best role ever. Boss Wolf, Kung Fu Panda 2. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the most bizarre thing I know to say, but it's absolutely awesome as Boss Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> the fact I get to say Boss Wolf as well is even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just remember his description. It's big and fat but, and... Fluffy, <laughs> kind of cuddly too. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> great. To start the year of the peacock. You sure you want to start now because we're halfway through the year. <laughs> so you're going to get like half the year of the peacock. But you know, you're the boss, don't we? It's like Ian McShane in the first one. Oh, Ian McShane was so he good as Tyler Long. Yeah, he, he climbs up the stairs and he looks at me and goes, 
This guy? You're a panda. He's a panda. What are you going to do, big guy? Sit on me? Don't tempt me. Ian <laughs> <laughs> McShane is so gold good. in that. Absolutely gold. What other trivia you got? Are you tapped no, out? No, that was it. That oh, was you, our, you that was trivia our trivia. We moved on to happy birthday. We spoke about Mario Kart being splurged out again. <laughs> so now we move into the catcher. Oh, God, that was attractive. I wanted to make sure it was as vile as possible. Peach on the pregnancy table. Now <laughs> <laughs> comes all these baby Mario Karts. There's enough. Mario Kart what, juice all over the place. Fucking stars and turtles. I know all these baby Mario Kart <laughs> games <laughs> coming out. We're running out of cribs for them. Get that Nintendo Labo box. <laughs> That's isn't that out now? The Labo. That's out. Yeah. Labo. Yeah. It's because it's getting some major praise. Yeah. Does anyone know how much it actually costs in the UK? I don't know. It's more no, than no, I don't care. I'm going to check it out. But you um, should care. You got a switch. No, I'm, I'm not interested in. <laughs> Play the piano just, yeah. on the box. <laughs> I'll just when I'm down in London, I'll just go into the one at King's Cross St Pancras. <laughs> well, stop playing it there. This is true. You should put your busker's hat on and get some cash for that. How much the Labo's going for? Yeah, the thing is, if the Labo was about twenty quid or something like that. I'd Probably get behind it, but I know it's going to be some like 40, 40 to 50, yeah. and the robot thing is going to be some like 70 to 80. What's frustrating yeah. me about this is going on the Nintendo store, I, I, the first game I looked for was Zelda because I wanted to play it. I'd seen it on Josh's, it looked fascinating. 60 pounds, yeah. Thought, I can't, yeah, as much as I want the game, I'm not fucking 60 quid out. You want the whole thing as well, that as well, that is not going to drop in price for like no, two to three not. years. No. It's like Grand Theft Auto 5. That is still, still something like 30 quid. Yeah. Me. 80 on the online. How the fuck does that even work? Oh, that's that. all the fucking oh, jumped sh- on. Yeah, there. fuck that Everything shit. Everything that they had to. Uh, Nintendo Labo Variety Kit, 59.99 yeah. from Smith's, Smith's Toys. You know, I as much as I can like diss the Labo a little bit when it came out, because let's be honest, it's like Nintendo was saying... This is a breakthrough. We're going forward and all that sort of stuff. You're like, it's a fucking cardboard box. Yeah, yeah. you know that's been sponsored by IKEA. <laughs> your new fuck it has it. <laughs> I can actually <laughs> believe that. It's flat <laughs> <laughs> you can create things out of it. It's, um, it's archaic. Uh, I mean, I can. I kind of like the whole kind of thing where you're creating stuff and you're yeah, mixing yeah. the switch with it, and you can do bits and bobs. That's quite clever, and it is going to get kids crazy, which is good. Yeah, I like yeah. that. But the price, man. I mean, you're paying for a cardboard fucking box. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am quite glad because I had a look online at the earlier and they were saying that apparently you can actually download... Um, Not plans. ...replacements. That's good. ...and things like that. I mean, you still got to pay for them. Yeah. You can, you can download... Like, it's going to be a lot cheaper than forking out for a new variety kit. Because so. you know someone's going to sit on that fucker. <laughs> they will. This is the thing. Like, you know full well it's going to degrade, it's going to get wrecked, people are going to fucking tear it, mm. something like that. It's going to get knackered. My, but, f- my favourite Labo one, though, is one where you can use one of the controllers. You put in, like, a gun Labo thing. Yes. And you yeah. take a photo of whatever's in front of you, and it does, like, a 3D mapscape of that. And it yeah. just kind of like shows how innocent Nintendo are because you know it's going to be a shitload of dick pics on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be doing Mario Kart over cock and balls. You see, <laughs> I'm desperate to do something like, like that. that. <laughs> but all I can you think dirty is bastard. that's going to be such a short course. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus you ain't seen your dick for three years. Let's put a fucking pause on that. That's really nasty. I've seen my dick. I've seen my dick most of I have to... Really suck my fucking stomach in. 
And use creative mirrors. You know. If, if you like that. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you so what. If you I'm going to use several mirrors. <laughs> I'm fairly certain it's there. There we go. If you lie down, it's a lot easier. There's <laughs> <laughs> a mirror on the roof. Leave me on. Oh, there it is. Hello. I have a mirror on my ceiling for reasons. Not <laughs> <laughs> so I can find my penis every day. Well, there it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving away from Craig's dick. <laughs> Let's move instead into the catch-up. Ooh, what have you been doing then? Oh, am I going to lead on it? Yeah, oh, might yeah, as well. Cool. Go right. for it. So, <laughs> you seem a bit surprised there. Do you want to go last or something? No, like, I just thought someone else might jump in, but whatever. No, no, um, no. Right, so I went to go see Rampage. You like it? It was ridiculous, it was stupid, and it was fun. Yeah. Which just seems to be, at the minute, Dwayne Johnson's brand. Mm. Yes. And, and I love it. It works really well for him. Yeah, but didn't he do those adverts where he goes, join me and my albino gorilla fight a dinosaur or a fox or whatever. Rampage, be there. And when you see Rock Johnson do it, it's like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly. You can't, really go, you can't really go, that's stupid. It's like, yeah, fair play to you, man. It is a stupid film. Of course it's a stupid film. Mm. Like, it was, it was based on the 1986 arcade game Rampage. I'm you waiting for Hungry as... Hungry Hippos to come out. <laughs> we've, had, we've had battleships we've had Rampage now we're waiting for Hungry Hungry Hippos I've never heard of they're fucking better I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the Wall Street drama that's based on Monopoly <laughs> Mayfair's mine you bastards <laughs> honestly it's, it's a lot of fun but I would not pay to go see it again no. would, was there a plot twist? no hmm <laughs> that shocks me. Was that, was that your sole attempt at trying to be interested? That's in that? trying. Yeah, that's me being a film critic. What's um, your plot twist? Yeah. I went and I watched. Um, How many popcorns would you give out of five? You know, I got the that steelbook edition of Final Fantasy fifteen. It came with the game and it came with the film. Um, Kingsglaive. Kingsglaive, yeah. yeah. And I hadn't watched it, and I put it on the other day, and I found it was also on Netflix. So I got partly yes, through yeah. it on my D, on my Blu-ray. <laughs> well, fuck it. And there's me. Like I'm so proud of it. Steelbook, I get the film and the game. Yeah. And the second I put it in the actual fucking DVD player, it comes on Netflix as well. <laughs> oh, whatever. Which version was better? Um, neither, they were the same. No. Like, you can't tell because I've just got everything running on HD. It's just so fucking fly over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounded so camp. <laughs> it's so fly for a white guy. It's honestly really good. Um, you watched Final Fantasy VII Advent Children? Yes. yes. It was a lot like that, but it was as if plot. it was... It was like Final Fantasy VII's Crisis Core. You you watch this character, I can't remember the name of the character, but it was portrayed by... No, Aaron Paul. No, oh, okay. Um, and Aaron Paul was one of these elite guard known as the Kingsglaive. Yeah. Um, and these guys, they've all got the powers that you'll see Noctis running around with in the main game, but they derive their powers from the king. So as long as the king is in power... He, how... you know, he derives his power from the crystal, which is, you know, his right as his bloodline, mm -hmm. and they derive their power from him, and they that means that you know they can then kind of hold the order all the way across the kingdom. They establish the whole fight between the kingdom of Lucis against the empire. The empire that's about as ominous as that gets. Oh, okay. Right. Oh yeah, I kind of like the whole empire. They yeah. sound evil and dark. And it's really quite cool because I got massively into it. You had Sean Bean as the king. Did he die? He was really quite cool. You had Lena Headey from Game of Thrones as uh, the queen. Luna Freya. 
and you had Aaron Paul as the, the main character. And Did he what, say bitch any time? No, not oh, once. I am just not interested. <laughs> but the, the whole thing had a very, you know, Zack from Final Fantasy VII's lore? Yes. It the most interesting very, part of Final Fantasy VII. It had a very Zack feel to it. Do you know what I mean? It was very cool yeah. to see this kind of setup and to see the fall of the kingdom and how everything kind of went. And I sat there watching it and I was like, what the fuck is going on? How does this tie in? And I realised how it tied in was after the credits rolled, you saw Noctis and the remainder of NSYNC in the car driving yeah, along. Yeah, they're saying yeah. ba 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 to the empire, <laughs> and they're having a bit of a laugh, and yeah. they joke, and they, I think Thank they you. say something like, "I hope nothing goes wrong." And with that, the engine dies. And is that, is that the start of the? the and game? that's the start of the game. Oh wow, that's cool. And it turns out there's a bit where I think it's the end of chapter three. It's really early on to set it up. They talk about the fall, mm. and that's a really shortcut scene where shit goes down and. You know, the kingdom's destroyed and Noctis wakes up the next day and he finds out that his dad's dead. Okay. That entire film is that 15-second cutscene. Oh, wow, okay. And actually gave me a lot more of an appreciation for what that was. I thought it was really cool. So Sean Bean died. Sean Bean died. That's a shock. That's yeah. a shock, yeah. yeah. That guy loves it, doesn't he? Yeah. Isn't he getting like an Oscar or something for like most deaths on the screen? No it should do. He's got to be cranking up like the hundreds. I... I love it. Anything Sean Bean is in. He's not going to be a villain or we've, dead. We've got yes. this thing. Sean, well, this is it. Because he's the villain, he'll end up dead. Yeah. So Sean Bean's got this thing where no matter what, he's got to die. Sigourney Weaver is bad at everything she does. So Ghostbusters, she's, she's a terrible mum. She's mm. got to steal stuff. Yeah. No, Alien, so that's real life. Alien, <laughs> she's a bad fucking space person. Yeah. Because every time she's in space, there's an alien there. Yeah. Because, um, of course. What else has she been in? She Cabin in the Woods. She was um, trying to fucking bring about this demonic apocalypse or something like, or prevent this demonic apocalypse, and she failed at that, and she died. She was in Avatar. So, she was in Avatar. Yep, yeah, she died there. Mm. She was bad at that. Which wasn't very good. Oh, no, she didn't fuck up in that issue. She managed to transfer him into friggin' No, she didn't. She anime. Was dead at that point. She uh, was dead. Blue she, thingy. she died at that point. She died at that point. She oh. was there trying to foster Oscar education and peace, which mm. is before all that war broke out. So failed. <laughs> so I've just got this thing that Scorny Weaver's bad at everything she does but that's one of the wonderful things about a cat in Paul she's trying to make sure that he stops and he doesn't get away and that oh, she yeah, can dissect yeah. him and again she failed and died yeah. and she got outwitted by fucking Nick Frost and Simon <laughs> Pegg <laughs> right? that's, that's when your career's like oh time to do something else I no, I really like Sigourney Weaver. It, it's just this joke that she's bad at everything she does <laughs> um, except acting bad people Lost in Space. On Netflix. On Netflix. Go on then, sell me. Because I'm I looking at it going, wank. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. I've seen I the trailer. I've never I haven't seen the series. Yet. I really am enjoying it. I think it's fantastic. Really? I've heard it's dull. No. From all reveals, I've heard it's actually not great. I'm really into it. Um, you know. Does at any stage the robots say Danger Will Robinson? Yeah, but that's that, that, that was, was the says. thing in the trailer, though, wasn't it? Yeah, they, yeah, that was the whole big, oh, it's not yeah. space reboot, and it was just here, Danger of World Romans, and he's like, yeah. Uh, but, can, but, can <laughs> an, but can anything top the movie with, with Matt, Matt LeBlanc? <laughs> yes. And Gary, Gary West. Gary, Gary Oldman in yes. it as well. Oh, he wanted a paycheck, didn't he, old oh, Gary Oldman? Yeah. <laughs> can anything top the Lost in Space movie? In, in certain films he's a really good bad guy Leon he was fucking amazing oh Leon yeah. Jesus um, so good I really want to see him in Darkest Hour 
where he, yeah. he, he plays Winston yeah, Churchill. Yeah. That was yeah. so good. And he had to wear a black suit, which I'm quite happy about. I was scared that Gary Oldman was going to go all like, you know, yeah. method acting and get Gary told. Oldman had to have training to get his British accent back. I can believe really? that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because oh, he right. did all these... Um, he, Jim Gordon. He did, well, he did <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff with an uh, American accent and, and obviously he did Reznov in Call of Duty, so yeah. he had a Russian accent. He needed to be trained to have a British accent again. That's mad. Um, it's absolutely mad that you could lose he, a British accent. And he's also a Tom Millwall fan, so he's fucking did he, big in my <laughs> Did he have a British accent in Harry Potter? I can't remember. Yeah. Serious oh, black. Sorry. Yeah, you try to kick me there. Footsie. You've got yeah. your fucking feet next to mine. It's no, whatever. You, you've got your feet creeping towards mine. <laughs> Either way, as long as I can touch your feet with mine. <laughs> I know about those dreams you've had of me. Anyway, Lost in Space is good. But it really, no, it really is. Yeah, good. I was expecting the butt there. As Just well. waiting there. Um, it's it's one of those slow boils. Like it's. Oh um, god. It immediately starts off with them crashing through space onto this particular planet. And yeah. in the middle, like, I'm only about six episodes in, they're stranded on this planet. Um, but each episode, they're coming up against something that they didn't kind of realise was going to be a thing before. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is, you know how things like Arrow were yeah. really fucking bad for it? <laughs> you mean Monster of the Week? Oh, yeah. fucking yeah. Arrow. No, no, because Smallville was Monster of the Week. Arrow oh. was... Arrow was a cunt for this. My name is Oliver Queen and I've been trapped on an island for five years. What did you do? I, I'm not going to tell you until it becomes really specific for this one episode. Oh, uh, okay. That's, do yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I like, know. Oh, do you hear about oh, Arsene Mack from In uh, this particular episode, I've got to torture someone. But it's okay because during my time on this island, there I had to torture someone. Yeah, yeah. You've never mentioned that before. I yeah, know. Well, sure. <laughs> I know. Plot twist. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was relevant until now. Oh, oh do you hear about Alison Mack though from Smallville? What about her? You know Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. part of a sex cult. No. Straight up. Yeah, it's like a big story at the moment. She she became part of a sex cult. No Look way. at you growing for your phone straight away. I am. I'm yeah. going to read this up. Oh, no. That's Open Safari. Right. Come on then. So I was well up and I read that. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> can, I, can I enjoy such cult? <laughs> well, I don't try for an hour and then piss off. <laughs> can I save the initiation? What? Find out as a Mac and then yeah. go, yeah. Hey, I'm Chloe. I'm not, not actually interested in Do it. Right, I'm going home. That's a shame as well because I really liked Chloe and Smallville. Like, we, all, we all like Chloe and Smallville. <laughs> no, no, no. No, because there were always those that were just like, oh, I like the Lana Lang character. No, I think she's not like, interesting. No. Chloe was genuinely actually interesting. She was small. Smallville's Alison Mack was allegedly a top member of a cult that abused women. Actor may be the first leader to face punishment for involve, sorry, for the involvement of NXIVM. I don't know how you pronounce that. A group <laughs> that forced members to conform to sexual demands. Yeah. You'd never guess that from wow. Chloe, would you? No, you would not. Do you know what's disappointing though? They never did a headline saying small villain. They just put smallville star. They didn't put small villain. That's a that's a loss. Yeah, so I should be working for newspapers. Or at least a son with that pun. <laughs> I'd be very concerned about what you print in the newspaper. Well, just look at David Starr, I'm going to go round that, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I've been playing a little bit more of Final Fantasy XV. Yes, how are you getting on with uh, NSYNC? Really, really good. Um, I think I'm about level 41, I'm about 30 hours into it. I'm loving it. It's so much fun. How are your fishing skills? Uh, no way near as good as everyone else's skills. Oh. So you disappoint me. Gladiola, <laughs> I love it because <laughs> does like, jump in the water and hey, get a fish as well. <laughs> realistically, if you boil it down, like 
Prompto is the young blonde emo one who has a photography skill, which just means that <laughs> now... No, no, no. I've got to say this is funny, because you've got the butler who cooks, the gladiator character who fishes, and now you've got a fucking photographer. You know? I told you this. <laughs> right, so yeah. But that means that as, as his skill develops, he now takes All more... pun. Shush. <laughs> as his skill develops... He now takes more selfies <laughs> and applies bullshit filters to them. Wow. Which, like, so back in the day when you used to actually be like a trained photographer or something like that, oh. you used to use the natural light mm. or something. It used to be a really fucking keen eye. Yeah. And now it's selfies and filters. Final fancy Snapchat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's halfway through the battle, he kind of like goes... Lol. Ignis, Ignis, <laughs> I genuinely... Sits there and yeah. trying to get the right filter for the moment. Ignis, I genuinely can't knock because as you yourself have mentioned, the food in that game looks really good. And it just, good. even the toast. So nice. Yeah, even the toast. Yeah, look at the thing. I think I want to really take a piss out of this because of cooking, but shit, that it's toast really, actually looks really, really cool, good. Man. And like, again, like that has huge effects on how well your stats go and things like that. I found the new um, recipe. Gladiolus, who is the big burly one with the mullet and no shirt, is really good at picking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Not literally shit. Yeah, it's, oh. it's dubbed the survival skill, but it is literally, oh, like you'll just see a little notification, Gladiolus picked up a twig. <laughs> <laughs> this big fuck off just, giant of a man just picks up this little Just branch. another thing, like, you know in Superman 2 where you've got, is it, what's his name? Zod. No. Non. It's non, that's it. There's Non. Walking around and he <laughs> fucking he, twig. he picks up that fucking he picks up that stick and he tries to zap it with his eyes and then he looks at the others and goes, Hmm, that's basically gladiolus. <laughs> you know, at some stage in Final Fantasy development, there was someone on that team that said, Look, this is gonna take this fucking seriously now, alright. <laughs> These characters, one's gonna be selfie king, one's gonna do the cooking, one's gonna have like a thing with fish, and Noctis is gonna be your main character. Just fucking take it seriously, alright. Now Back to drawing Cindy in a hot pants. <laughs> yeah, I can't take that seriously. But I, I really am enjoying it. I'm thinking it's a lot of fun. And we'll come on to it later, but I think I'm about 53 or 57% of the way through the trophy list for the core game. Okay. I am going to platinum this game. Mm. Are you going to DLC it? I will DLC it. But I will, I will aim to platinum it first yep. and then enjoy the DLC, hopefully, as a separate thing. Because I know that if I get the DLC now... I'll end up being like, oh, I'll get sidetracked and I'll just go do this and I'll never come back to it. So, well, then again, the DLC it. did happen after the main game. So <clears throat> it did, makes yeah. sense. So, um, I should come back to that at some point. I've been playing Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past on the SNES. Hey, fun. Uh, I, did it I'm, hold up to time? Well, I wouldn't know because this is the first time I played it. Well, exactly. Does it hold, does it hold <laughs> up? I mean, it's, it's fun to play. Yeah. Um, admittedly, it's. It's no wind, wind waker though, is it? It really is. You know when people turn around and go, games are so much easier than they used to be? Yeah, that's because these fucking games hold your hand. Yes. Link to the past goes, do this. Yeah, but how? No, go do it now, bitch! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't, okay. go, don't go alone, take the sword. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Just shove and do it, Link. Shall, shall I take the boomerang? Oh yeah, take the boomerang. What the fuck do you think this is? It's Zelda, <laughs> take the boomerang. What do you call your character? Oh, I can't remember. I don't think I... Like, I think everyone refers to me as Link, so I'm assuming like I was either default called Link mm. or I've chosen Link. You should have chosen my dude. I love it when people do that oh, because no. it makes Zelda such more... You've been obsessed with this every time. Yeah, because yeah. it's more relaxing experience. You play Wind Waker when everyone calls you my dude and you're like a little fishing village. 
Um, <laughs> you just won the lottery, I'm, my dude. I'm enjoying it. Like I've played a couple of things on it because obviously it's the mini, it's the classic. So I've played a little bit of Secret of Mana, which recently got re-released on the PS4 and Vita. Yeah, it's wank the re-release. No, I thought it was alright, but alright. I don't know. We heard different sources. I played played the original, <laughs> and I was like, "This is not for me." My, this isn't something that I can really. I can just imagine that. you saying that and putting that in control. Just do it. This is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> just put it down. Next. <laughs> no, it's uh, Japan. You have made something that's not for me. There's a couple of things on there that just don't gel with me very well. There's, um, I think it's like Kirby's All Stars, and it's like yeah. nine mini games featuring Kirby. <laughs> I just like. I don't want. This. I've got. I've got twenty-one games on an emulator. I didn't want you to pack nine into one of the titles. I just, whatever. See, Nintendo just like shouting at you. Go, you like Kirby? No, I don't like. You like Kirby? <laughs> Give me some Kirby. Um, I think I've got uh, Super Mario Bros on there. Mm. That's quite cool. So, which one? The first one. I don't know if it's the first one. I, don't I think, think it's, it's the same one that's on the Switch. Yeah, probably. Do, it's do, really quite do, cool. We'll have to fire up at some point. Do, 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 do. But last but not least, and it really isn't like I've picked up books again. I've mm. been play. I've been reading. Sorry. So obviously we've had like the nicest weather recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah been yeah. sat outside. We've got a little tiny barbecue. So like we've actually been barbecuing. It's laid out in the sun. We've been getting smashed. And I've been reading. <laughs> All right, lad. <laughs> yeah. Just get bummed out of fucking skull. You know what I'm saying? And then reading my book because I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, been, just been enjoying a drink, but alright. Thanks. Uh, Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. But there's yeah. a movie. Why do you want to read the book? Because, because books every are usually time, better than the it's movie. like an interactive yeah. book. Every time I look at <laughs> yeah. the. Every time I look at the film, I'm like, God, that looks awful. I really <laughs> oh, that looks really shit. And I remember this was a book that I put down a while ago because I wasn't getting on with it. And I came back to it and just randomly, because I had two that are on my reading list. I've got uh, World War Z, yeah. Max Brooks. I've heard that's supposed to be really, really good. Yeah. Starring um, Brad Pitt. And <laughs> I, I've read the first few pages and I've obviously put it down and just not got into it for whatever reason I've never then picked it up and gone right today's the day I get into this book um, but I've got maybe a few chapters into Ready Player One mm-hmm. I was like do you know what fuck it I'm going to give it a go picked it up I'm halfway through the book I fucking love it it's so good it really is a lot of fun I would genuinely suggest picking it up is there like a bucket load of references in like the movie there's there, there are, I don't know there's, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of easter eggs in the, in the trailer that yeah the whole thing is based around an easter egg the whole th- um, so like the creator of this in-depth virtual reality world, James Halliday, he left in there an Easter egg, and whoever finds the Easter egg becomes the owner of the Oasis, which is the VR, and ends up inheriting his billions of dollars. Mm. So, you know, like that's the whole thing about it. But you know, it talks about um, you know war games with Matthew Broderick mm. like there's, yeah, a, there's a whole good, thing that. where you play as Matthew Broderick <laughs> I love that um, Ferris Bueller you know yeah <laughs> you've, you've got a there's, there's so much 80s nostalgia just kind of shoved in there yeah. and the whole reason like even though it's set like fucking 30 years from now or whatever it is is because the guy that created it was an 80s nut yeah, oh, yeah. so even though it's futuristic it's all based on oh, 80s, 80s references yeah. Yeah. and I thought that was really cool so that's it. That's all I've been up to. What about you guys? Who's going first? Alice can go first. I can go first. You go first. Yeah. You go um, first, son. I've been quite... I'll grab a drink. Not okay, a lot of gaming, to be honest. 
What? No, no. I've not been going for a great deal. No, I, I, I've been <clears throat> mainly binge watching on Netflix. Have you been doing Lost in Space? No, I haven't. I've been doing Suits. Oh. Um, it's good. Fucking love that program. Because I've been, you know, they've, um, there's only two episodes left of season seven now. Yeah. Um, so I've been re-watching that. I've been watching BoJack Horseman on yeah. Netflix. I, I do enjoy that. But then that's Will Arnett and Aaron Paul. I do like Will Arnett. Um, they are quite funny in that. <laughs> I can't get around like BoJack Horseman. Like, what exactly is that? It's a horseman. It's, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's Friday. Yeah. It's just a... Uh, Don't question it, man. What was this? <laughs> Don't question it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much... That's pretty much um, that's my whole thing in life. Just don't question it. Don't question it. <laughs> don't question it. Um, it's a horseman. Yeah, the voice of Batman. Yeah. It's fine. It's just very funny. Um, it's very. There, there was a couple of episodes in the latest season that really hit me. One was to do with so it's a sort of scientist saying uh, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, it, it quite resonated with me purely for the fact that certain things that were, were mentioned is certain things that I've been going through. Yeah, I mean it as well. So it, it sort of sat there and thought, I, I can actually understand this better. Another one was about. Um, this is Bojack Horseman. This is Bojack Horseman. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> and that's a I point. remember this being funny. Yeah, I mean, so no, no, uh, it is. It is. But a couple of the episodes recently, or in the latest season, have changed pace. What season is it now? It's that season four. Four? four? No, season three. Sorry. Three. Right, I was going to say because yeah. I. I've I've seen the first season, but yeah, um, I haven't seen any of it. <laughs> You're confused by a fellow as a horseman, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can sit there going, "It's funny, but I just don't get get it." Is he a horse? Is he a man? man? I, I, I don't is, know. Is that head but, a mask or is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I've watched Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah, I started watching that. What it's, do you think? I, Does it live up to the okay. elements? Is it shit or is it good? Think one. <laughs> no, you cannot do no, that. I'm going to sit on the fence and say it's all right. It's not great and it's wow. not bad. Put it's this way. Just, it's basically Luke Besson in his sort of fucking fifth element trying to make things weird. Um, so, is it any good as like the fifth element? No, the fifth element was amazing. Didn't and you just love, was it Chris Tucker in fifth element? Yeah. <laughs> Originally, that was meant to be Prince, but I honestly believe no I can, one. I can see that because with how they designed yeah. the character in that. Yeah, but no one could get the vocal range that Chris Tucker did no, in that sh- in that movie. So good. Um, Every time you look, you think, "Fucking hell, that's got to be some sort of like CGI manipulated voice." But no, that's no, all, that's, that's, all, that's all Tucker. Tucker. I bought Last Jedi on Blu- uh, Blu-ray. All right. And I watched it again, and uh, apart from me fucking tirade at the Leia moment and it copying ideas from Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, I, I I do like it. I do think it's a good film. So you're still a good um, fan. Of I, it. I still yeah. All right, I, cool. And that was the same time because Dad hadn't seen it, and he turned around and went, "No, actually, I really enjoyed that." Yeah. Do you have um, hopes for Solo? No. No. I have no interest in it at all. I um, really am struggling. I want to see it, but yeah. every time I see it, I'm like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Because yeah. um, I keep wanting to see Harrison Ford. I do like. I do. I will probably see it because it has got Woody Harrison in, and I do yeah, like Woody Harrison. I, like Woody I Woody don't Harrison. think it's a role that Woody Harrison's done that I have not liked, and I also have. My favourite thing in movies is like train heists and all that sort of stuff. Mm, and seeing yeah. that futuristic train thing going on. I yeah, yeah. do like that. So I'll um, probably see it. The other thing I've watched as well is also The Dark Tower. Oh, what's that yesterday? The Dark Tower? Yes. I just watched The Dark Tower yesterday. You read The Dark Tower as well, haven't you? Yeah. I want to read the books now. 
I have the books. You are welcome to borrow them, but, but you can see how a story is actually fucking told. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> felt, that felt it was quite a slow burn. I, I personally, I enjoyed it. Um, it, oh. it was just one of those things. One of the big critics about I've heard from the Dark Tower, because I've yet to see it, is that it should have been a HBO TV series. Yes, it should. Yeah, I, I yes, it absolutely should. I, I can understand probably why they've done that, or why I, they wanted to do that, but... Don't get me wrong. Like I, I read all seven of the books. I, I have um, the Wind Through the Keyhole, which is the latest book, which is kind of set midway through the story. I've got all of, uh, not all. I've got most of the uh, the hardback novels that were done between Stephen King and Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the J Jay Lee as the artist. I did like the Gunslinger Born. Oh good, mate, yeah. the artwork is just amazing. Yeah. But they always make him out to be either this scrawny white kid or this old white guy and in my head I've like even now even as old as he is now I'm still sat there going Clint Eastwood would still make an amazing Roland Deschamps mm. he would make but Idris Elba was also absolutely amazing yeah he was quality he was really good um, you know and there were certain things that gave you know a real holy shit this guy's have amazing have you seen Luther no, we haven't seen no, Luther. No, I haven't, haven't seen, seen Luther. No, I haven't seen Luther. I recommend Fuck you off watch and watch it. it now. Because this is... <laughs> no. I, I personally yes. think... get out and watch it. As a, as a topic of conversation, everyone's like, oh, who should be your next James Bond? I personally feel Idris Elba should. Mm. Purely on the basis of The Dark Tower and Luther. You see, yeah. my thing with that... He's very good. Yeah. Have you, have you watched Jungle Book? Yes. His voice He's is amazing. Obviously, amazing. he doesn't I, make an appearance. I was really sort of sceptical about it. Because obviously I remember the, the, the classic and I, yes. I love the classic and I thought he's got to do well to top it. And I watched it and I thought, do you know what? It's actually really, really good and it it's is. really well done. It's one and of my favourites. As a bad guy, he fucking nails that as yeah. sheer car. That voice, it's almost thunderous. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. Um, but but that, back to The Dark Tower, I really cannot stress how disappointed I was with that film. Yeah, but see, again, I've not read the book. So yeah. I, this is, you know, it's... Can films be made good from books and, and vice versa? I, I now want to read the books. But I did notice, I don't know if it's an Easter egg or not, but I did notice very early on when he's at the psychiatrist's office and yeah. they have the quake, there's a picture in the background that I think is the hotel from The Shining. It probably is. Um, because you know partway through where we're at, it's night time and they're near the carnival? Yes. You notice know, the bit where Jake was stood? If you look at it, it actually That's, says Pennywise. Yeah, I was going to... I think they have trying to get some and Easter eggs into yeah, it. Yeah, and the statue that's buried is actually a hand coming out With of, the balloons. And it's got balloons. Yeah. It's a hand coming out of the ground where the statue's been buried. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Um, Very but The reference that they did, but... Yeah, there's, like, there's a great bit where he reloads his revolver. Oh, there oh, he, yeah, he literally just just flicks just the flicks bullets it, yeah. straight in, and it's like, yeah, that for me is what a gunslinger should be. Mm. That's very cool. What did you think of McConaughey's character? So um, I, I quite like. I, I don't think the man in black. Yeah, I, I think his portrayal as Rusty Cole in True Detective was fucking amazing. Oh yeah, everyone loved him in that. I um, didn't mind the way the character was portrayed as a personality. Mm. But I, I suppose compared to the books, you've got yeah. You, compared different. to the books, like I've, always, do you remember the Smurfs? Mm -hmm. Do you remember Gargamel? Yeah, how you that the man for in me black. is how I've always imagined the Man in Black to be this okay. slimy, Weasley guy. I mean, there's a bit early on in the film where Roland fires a shot at the Man in Black, and he catches it behind his head, and he catches it behind his head, and I'm just like, 
what the fuck? Yeah. Like, the man in black is is scared. He's literally running across the desert away from Roland. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... Towards you, the Crimson King. Yeah, towards the Crimson King. And you see all those bits where it said, all hail the Crimson yeah, King? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Did you get any of that? No, because again, I've got no idea what was supposed this, to be going on with that. But this is so. it, and that's where it annoys me, because they, they set this up and they went, all hail the Crimson King. But they never told you yeah. why you should hail it. Yeah. Or do who the Crimson King is. Do you feel like it yeah. was going to be it's like the starter of like a movie trilogy? I... Kind of like the same way I got way the that feeling from that. Yeah. Because kind of way that DC wanted Green Lantern to be like, jumpstart their DC movie universe. Yeah, I can't how well see did that go? How <laughs> I can't see how well it would have worked because obviously toward the, I mean, you know, spoilers, he ends up killing Walter. It's such a cool black. way how he does that though. Yeah, it's a brilliant way of how he does it, but he ends up killing the man in black and then him and Jake fuck off back to Midworld. Yeah. But That's it. At, at that point, there's very little reason for them to go on. Yeah. Mm. I mean, in in the actual Dark Tower series, Roland, his entire destiny is to make his way to the Dark, the Dark Tower. Tower. Mm. That's the point. It's the centre of everything. It's the yeah. centre of the universe. That's the whole reason he's going towards it. The fact that he's also chasing the man in black who's also going to the Dark Tower yeah. because he is in the service of the Red Ki- uh, the Crimson, Crimson King. King. You know, it, it's, it's just one of these things. It's, yeah. There's a lot of... If you ever get the opportunity to read the books, read them. I'll make I'll lend them to you. It's mm. not a problem. But also, if you manage to ever pick up some of the Marvel work that yeah, they yeah. did, it does a really good job of telling the stories that happened of when Roland was younger. Oh, okay. Watch the first one. Was it the Gunslinger yeah, Born? Gunslinger Born. Yeah, that's good. That one. So is that yeah. is that a stupid question? I take it's like an origins story. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. That's how he became a gunslinger. He's like he is like the youngest gunslinger mm. ever. Um, and it tells like, and it shows you like how he faced off against his trainer Court. Okay. Um, you know, and uh, he befriended his eagle, and he used his eagle to fight his trainer to win his right to his father's guns. Okay. So there's some really cool yeah. stuff. Have you forgotten the face of your father? Oh, mate, honestly. Do you aim with your I, hand? I sat there watching that film, and there's, you know, there's Roland and the guy that's obviously his dad. You know, you're just like. That's not in my mind. That's, that's not what I see. That's no. not all right. That's the thing, though. That's what when you have, but when you read the books before watching a film, you've got yeah. the whole scenario of how the books are played out in your head. You've got every imagination of a character in your head of what the settings are like, and then you see that in the film, and you go, "That's not right." I'll be perfectly honest. The only one that did it really well <clears throat> was Harry Potter, and that's because. Harry Potter, I really tapered off towards the end. And the last book, The Deathly Hallows, I read it and I thought it was shit. <laughs> Don't do you in a uh, and then I watched small the film. I watched the films and I thought they were shit. So basically they mirrored quite nicely. So they mirrored <laughs> yeah. really well. Oh, yeah. So you know. Yeah, but I could have told you that from book three. <laughs> no, do you know I was one of those weird kids that like I Really? I saw it when Shocker. I <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say he still is. Wow. Right? <laughs> No, I picked Tell up, us um, more. <laughs> I was in Sainsbury's with my mum when I was a little boy and I remember seeing the cover to Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh yes, that's when it got and big. I, and I had no idea what it was, but mm. I saw colours and I wanted to read. So I went, well. Mummy, this one! And she, bless her. Slaps you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bless her. But after a while, she felt bad for the child abuse, and yeah. she ended up buying me the book. So I read for that. For more child abuse. And then I was like, 
hang on, holy shit, there's there's three more before this. Yeah. So I went and I got them, and then I read them, and I made my way through it properly. I did that. It was I, quite cool. Back when I was a, a teenager, my, my dad took me to New York, and I found a bookstore that did a Star Wars Rogue Squadron series yeah. of books. And I picked up the Back to War, which was the fourth book in the installment of, of the eight books in this installment. And I sat there and thought, I read it from cover to cover while I was on the plane. It was that fucking exhilarating yeah. to read. And again, it's one of those we go, there's three, there's three of these before, I've got to get them. Mm-hmm. And you end up creating a collection because you've been hooked off one book in particular. It's actually exactly how I started off with... Harry Potter. Um, no, I was going to say The Dark Tower. All right. I literally... I remember it being in the uh, two for three deal at Waterstones. Um, and I end, I picked that up and I went, oh, The Gunslinger. And I saw Stephen King. And at this point, I'd read a couple of Stephen King books. And I was like, okay, I like Stephen King. The Gunslinger. That sounds interesting. The Dark Tower. Ooh, and mysterious. Then I, and then I said, yeah, but then I saw yeah. the next one, which was The Drawing of the Three. And I was like, okay, well, I'll give these a go. But then I picked up The Shining as well. Just, mm. just sort of and light reading then. I didn't start The Shining until about a year, a year and a half later, because I read The Gunslinger, I read The Drawing of the Three, Mm. and immediately, as soon as I finished it, I remember being in the living room, reading The Drawing of the Three, finishing it, putting it down, getting up, putting my shoes on, walking down into town, and buying the next one. (laughs) It was so good. See, I I picked up... uh, I'm a massive fan of Prohibition era... United States. Yeah. And the sort of 20s, 30s, 40s, that, that sort of period. L.A. Noir, um, Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Oh, I love Boardwalk Untouchables. Empire. Untouchables. You know, those were great. Like, you know, hey? I, so shit, Boardwalk Empire. Oh, that's fucking dumb. That, re- that should have stopped at season two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite I've happy only seen, to stop it at season two. I've got the first two series. They're down there in that drawer, but yeah. I, I've only actually watched the first series. Watch it. It's so good. Ignore the fucking third and fourth. <laughs> okay. Do yourself a favour and just watch the first two. And that is brilliant. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm fascinated by the era. I love it. The, the cars, the guns, the, the whole romanticising gangsters at that point. Yeah. I think it was brilliant. And I picked up a book from Waterstones about a, a gangster in Tampa. And I picked up the last book in the series. And I read it and I thought, fucking hell, it's amazing. Yeah. Problem is, I forgot where to put the fucking book and I can't get it in the tomb. <laughs> but no it's, it is one of those I do prefer picking up one halfway through the series we're going to we're going to come to it in a second Slinger we want to do your catch up but Nick before anything else can you do me a favour run upstairs go to the guest room yep yep you know that bag bag yep yeah, with things in it. <laughs> with the yeah. drugs I want you to, <laughs> with the mountain with the drugs and I want you to put it on the sofa for me uh, okay is that all right? Yep. Just go do that for me now. Yep. Okay. Thank you, mate. Okay, do Bring us our drugs. We've got low oh, energy. We need cocaine. <laughs> I'm 30 this year. He's 28 this year. He still does what the fuck I tell him. Couldn't ask for a better little brother. Do as you're fucking told. Go and get that bag. Yeah, you're still here. What are you Stop doing? Laughing. Fuck off. Go get yeah, it. Go, go, go. Then, then cut the grass again. You did a bad job. <laughs> I did. No, genuinely, if you're listening, I don't know what the fuck my dad randomly sent my brother around to cut the lawn. <laughs> so strange. But Sling, but what he, have you been but up to? But he did it, and it's awesome. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Jeez, I don't know, actually. I've lost my train of thought after all that. I've been still binge playing the shit out of Bloodborne. 
because yeah. I do like that game. It's a lot of fun. I downloaded the DLC, and I fucking nailed all that. That's my uh, that is my high five, hundred percent trophy complete. So that is nice. I did that. Well, one thing I do like about Bloodborne, going back to it, I know last time I completely praised his ass off, but everyone does have an individual experience when it comes to it. So mm. when you kind of like go online and trying to find you know, tips and tricks, how to beat bosses and enemies and all that sort of stuff. You'll see people go on, let's say, oh, Orphan of Cause, fucking nightmare. It took me 10 hours to beat that sucker. Yeah. I beat him on my third try. It's <laughs> supposed to be the hardest boss in the DLC. I managed to beat him on my third try. Yeah. However, uh, Lady Maria on the Clock Tower, which is supposed to be one of the easier bosses in uh, the DLC, yeah, that thing kicked my that's, ass that's several times. Some people will find bosses yeah, and more difficult than others. Yeah. But then whether or not that's because they've set up their character differently to how other people have done it. and Because yeah. there's one character called, there's one boss called Mikalash, who's meant to be like the easiest boss in a game. That bastard smacked me ten times <laughs> silly. Because he had this one hit kill thing and it got me every fucking yeah. time. And it's like, oh, from with games like Dark Souls and mm. Bloodborne, all that sort of stuff. Anything that's from software, which is fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. You go online, you get two types of advice. You know, you get really detailed advice yeah. from people who you know, quite savvy. Or you get scrubs. You go, hmm, get good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for your advice, though. What you can't, you can't beat Nicholas. <laughs> get good. It's like in Dark Souls, you go like, oh, you can't beat Austin and Snow. <laughs> What's wrong with you, you faggot? <laughs> because it's the hardest yeah, boss in the game. Up. Hang on, have you, have you done on. your job properly? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Nick. Just throw my jacket on. Come on, come on. I don't, yeah. I, I've been looking at your lawn and I don't know what you've done with it. Yeah, it's growing. <laughs> <laughs> There's green shit out I, there. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I still, like I said, I still haven't picked up and really got into Bloodborne. No, you died at the wolf. Which yeah. everyone does. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's a hard game. Yeah, I, I died at the wolf and I instantly quit the game. <laughs> <laughs> but I am. Um, yeah, don't talk over there. They can't hear you. Oh, okay. Let the world. This, this is why I keep saying you've got to lean in. I've got to lean. <laughs> Let the world hear your beautiful voice. Yeah, right. But I. <laughs> <laughs> My phone sex lines in the hundreds. <laughs> like when I come back to it, I am determined to spend at least one evening. I want to beat the shit out of that wolf with my bare hands. No, get the axe. Just no. Get the I've axe. got the axe. I've just not equipped it. But now I'm like, well, hang on a second. I want to beat the shit out of that fucking wolf with your hands. That fuzzy cunt several times has mauled me to death, and I've had enough of that fucker. Yeah, yeah but that thing's I like, want to beat him to death. That's like a skill run where you beat it with your bare hands. It's like give it a go. It's like mental. Try it anyway. It's mental people online. That one person beat Dark Souls three with bananas. What the? What the? Yeah, fuck? straight you up. Bananas. He used bananas. What he did was he set these bananas and like hooked each banana up to let's say a different input. So one for left, one for right, attack, and all that sort of stuff. And you can just see him like pressing these random bananas. What, like a weird banana keyboard? Yeah, exactly. Like but, a piano keyboard. Yeah, but, but on with bananas. But bananas, but on like spread out over the desk. So it's like it's almost like whack-a-mole with bananas. <laughs> and he won that shit. Someone played Dark Souls with a air guitar. So not. Guitar Hero controller what? and beat it. I haven't even been able to beat Dark Souls yet. I get stuck in Ornstein and Smell. And I can't be arsed after that to complete it. It's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. That's just gone and been delayed, hasn't it? Which one? Switch. Dark Souls Remastered. Yeah, the new one. They've been said on the Switch. You can be waiting until summer of 
uh, is it Winner next year? Summer of 2019. <laughs> you scraps. Oh, just nice. I know I say it every time, but I do want a no bullshit mode in the Dark Souls Remastered. It may sound like, you know, oh, what? You want an easy mode? What are you? Casual. One, yes. Yeah. <laughs> two, two, there is one bit in Dark Souls which is incredibly bullshit. People always say it's Blight Town. It's not Blight Town. It's in Anolondo where you've got to get past these fucking archers. And if you, yeah. It's the most annoying thing ever because they hit you back. So you've got this tiny little ledge to try and defeat them on. So first of all, you've got to run up there and they're firing shit at your left, right and centre. Every time you get hit, you get chucked back. Then when you get on the little ledge, bam, done. Which, That's not ultimate bullshit mode. Yeah, Dark Souls. Dark Souls 1, Anolondo. Oh. I know you take the piss out of me for wanting an easy mode, but you've got to admit, that is like king bullshit I'm mode right there. I'm talking about Dark Souls 3 because there's a bit in the second level. Oh, they don't repeat it, do they? Yeah. Oh, fuck no. These fucking little gremlin bastards with knives thrown at you and you've got a little secret ledge round the corner. And you fucking hate it because you can't get away from it. See, I, you defend sometimes in some, some software games for having like, oh, I died, bullets fair. Yeah, I yeah. should have got good. Those moments, no, that fucking, fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> bullshit. Fuck off, you bastard. <laughs> it happened to me in um, Bloodborne as well. I was hit the Midnight Frontier and I was defeating one of these creeping nightmares where you kind of like get your uh, extra shit from. I beat it, and out of nowhere, fucking rock smashed me and KO'd me. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was king bullshit mode, that was. See, I'd, I'd, I'd like a slightly easier mode for things like that, yeah. because I would love to play, I don't know, maybe not Dark Souls, because I've heard it's quite one, it's, um, it's one of those slow-moving games. Yeah. You kind of roll through a little bit like a tank as opposed to kind of nipping through the way you do well, a you, you do with my build. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but that's it. That's, yeah. that's it. It's the build of the character that you've gone for. It yeah. depends on, on the gameplay. But apparently the lore is supposed to be absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of character yeah. to the world itself. Yeah, it's actually, I wouldn't mind checking it out. I just... If you check out some I can't of... do with being beat to death every 30 seconds just no. to try and go on See, a guided I, tour of the world. I did that. with so Again, the first one I played was, was three. Mm. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I, I loved the fact of how ridiculously hard at times it is. Yeah. When it, you think, oh, well, I'll just I'll get me handheld by another fucking game. But I spent an hour or two trying to get past the first boss on oh, the this, hardest the Simon Demon yeah oh yeah that's always um, fun as the decrepit <laughs> uh, uh, deprived even decrepit. oh where you've got words, absolutely yeah. nothing you've got a shield that fucking absorbs damage all you've got is a loincloth yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I love that because you've created your own build you could play as you, whichever character or how you wanted to play it and I've rambled through it I've yeah. got no idea what I'm doing half the time, but I, I do enjoy it. Did the first time you, you saw the assignment, Dean, did you run up to it and smack it in the balls? Yeah. Yeah, and you can see like two hit yeah. points going and still got this massive fuck and up. And this giant part. fucking claw come down yeah. and just spotted. sheds your fly. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Uh, I'm going to try that. To again. be fair, you fucking swap my balls, you'll be getting a backhand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll be going as well. far as I did in the game, though. Probably not, no. <laughs> you'll get a stroke on your face going like, ooh. You died, Craig cried. It's like, it's like Peter Griffin out of Family Guy. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I love Family Guy, but those jokes go on way too long. I, know they do. I love it because he goes, ah, and it's funny for like maybe the first two or three, and then it carries on for another eight or nine, and you're yeah. like, fuck off. And then they did it with Lois. <laughs> yeah. And then they did it in the fucking Star Wars version, yeah, yeah, where he's, like he cuts open the fucking tauntaun, and I thought they smelled bad. 
15 minutes later. Yeah. On the outside. <laughs> Fuck. It's... I will say something about second following. It does not have to pray, plagiarise. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> That man does not have an original thought in his head, but fuck me, he's made millions from it. <laughs> I think he's done really well. The thing is, Stewie, no, is, Stewie is Chris Ware's character called Jimmy Corrigan. He blatantly ripped it off. In fact, he even went to court with it. It's only because Chris Ware was like, nah, I can't be arsed with this. Wow, yeah. I have no idea. If you Google uh, Jimmy Corrigan, smartest kid on earth, it is blatantly Stewie Griffin. I had no yeah. idea. And that's only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to stuff like father. I can imagine, actually. Yeah. He does a lot of work. And you've also got to remember that Family Guy is predominantly based off of everything yeah, that's yeah. going on around it. Mm. Family Guy is one of those shows that, at the moment, it works. But if you look back on it, like, say, in 20 years' time, you probably would not get any of the jokes. No, I mean, you no. didn't get the Science of the, Science of the, Hill, Science of the Lambs joke until you watched it. Yeah. Well, when it yeah, makes it in the world. Well. This game, yeah. It gets the hose again. Yeah. yeah because you no. didn't watch Science of the Lambs, you didn't really get that. And then after you watch it, oh, yeah, I get yeah. that. <laughs> this is it. Goodbye, horses. Would you fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> I'd fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> and then Peter comes in. Chris, what are you doing? Ah. <laughs> I must admit, I've, that's probably the one bit I do like out of Clerks too when Jay does it in the car park. <laughs> you have uh, Dante's character walk past him and he's there with his dick tucked between his legs and open up like Buffalo Bill style with <laughs> goodbye horses playing and Kevin Smith just standing there going yeah. <laughs> what else have you been doing apart from uh, Dark Souls also, Blood, sorry not Dark Souls Bloodborne Bloodborne well same thing really except, more, <laughs> except more fucking dodging and more dying <laughs> you can't block uh, I've also been doing a bit of reading. I've been reading John Dies at the End. All right, how is that? It's actually quite good. I enjoy it. Does he die at the end? To be honest, I haven't got that far yet. He did die in the first <laughs> few chapters, though, so... It's a spoiler for your book, though, if it's called John Dies at the End. Oh, but it's one of those... Well, that saved me 20 quid. Well, it's one of those books that, you know, it's tongue-in-cheek all the way through. It's kind of like got a very Douglas Adams feel to it. Okay. So it's it's kind of light reading. It is a lot of... It's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I am going to pick up its sequel as well, which is called This Book is Full of Spiders. Seriously, dude, don't touch it. That's its title. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this, book is, this, this book is full of spiders. Seriously, dude, don't touch it. That's cool. What's, um, what's John Dies at the End about? Basically, he's got these two guys called David and John, although those names can be changeable. They're not the real names. So that's kind of like runs the whole thing okay. to the whole book. Like, this town is undisclosed. <laughs> and they're kind of like, um, uh, they're kind of like Ghostbusters, but very inept. So they're quite shit <laughs> at what they do. <laughs> to be fair, so were the Ghostbusters yeah. to begin with. So they managed to see this otherworldly stuff because they accidentally, well, John didn't accidentally, but David accidentally took a drug called soy sauce because it's black and thick and prickly. Right, nice. <laughs> so they go to see all this otherworldly stuff. The guy who gave him the drug was a fake Jamaican called Robert Marley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The cop who arrests him, he calls Morgan Freeman. Not because he looks like Morgan Freeman, because he's the only black actor that he knows. So, <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> so Morgan Freeman came through the door. He doesn't really look like Morgan Freeman. It's just the only black actor I know. <laughs> it kind of goes off on a whole kind of like wacky little adventure. So I got to the bit where they've defeated a character called Shitload because he's got a shitload of worms inside of him. And things are starting to get a little bit wacky, as in the realm of hell starting to creep into real world. Okay. But yeah, it is quite... Um, if it's one of those books where just close your, you know, turn your mind off, enjoy the ride, because it is quite fun. It's also, there is also a movie called, same name, based off the yeah. book. And I did look at the trailer for that. 
Now, slightly disappointed because they've made David and John very good looking. Right, okay. <laughs> and if you read a book, they, just, they shouldn't be good looking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my mind, John is our friend Matty D. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is... Matt, if you're listening, I love you, but you are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and quite smelly at times. <laughs> and we're your friends. Yeah, we like you. And you're a freaking cretin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so in my mind, they're kind of like, you know, two, two losers. Yeah. So portraying them as good-looking guys kind of, you know, doesn't really work. But, you know, okay. it's, it's fun. Anything else? That's pretty much my lot, actually. I haven't been up to much. Nick. Nicholas! Besides from cutting grass and fucking things up, what have you been doing? All the attention has gone to me. Nick, Nick, yes. Nick. I, I am meaning it. I am meaning it. Yes. Touches Willie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know that what? Shit I have a real got problem it. with that. Not because he's a bloke, but because he's my brother. <laughs> Two wrongs make a right. Right? <laughs> Two wrongs. <laughs> so oh, I think that's my cute. Well, Nick, what have you been up to? Well, I'm Mary's sister, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know those days she does exist. <laughs> this is taking a tangent and fucking just it's fucking right. Wow. Stop it. Come on. <laughs> Nick, tell the world what you've been up to. You got, I've... You got your ass kicked by me on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> right, so Nick didn't do a great deal. Hang on, so I spent quite a lot of time playing Assassin's Creed Origins. Is that any okay. good? I think it is, yeah. Even though um, some of the mechanics are pretty much still the same from all the previous um, Assassin's Creed, but I, to me, there's a different feel to it. Because, you know, it pretty much, it, it's based off um, the fact that it, it's it's the beginning of the Assassin Brotherhood. It's this. It's how it all started. Okay. So it lives up to its origin title. Have you got the yeah. DLC for it as well? I've got, um, I've got the... Curse the... of the Pharaohs? I don't have that one. I've got the <laughs> hidden ones. Oh, okay. The hidden DLCs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a bastard to find. <laughs> Did Ubisoft make you pay for those? Just out of interest. Ubi. 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 You got me doing that now. Ubisoft. <laughs> oh, Ubi. <laughs> oh, so, so, I, 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 I really enjoy playing it. Um, I've well, I've completed the main story for it, so now I'm on the DLC part of it. Is that collecting shit now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> how There's many nothing else to do. How many hawks do you have to collect now? Um, I'm if I'm right on that, that's just a pure guess. When it crazy, takes crazy time. giving up now. <laughs> I can't stand shit like that. Man. Collect crests. Collect collect crests. Collect crests. That's it. I can get my words out there. Collectathons. Yes. I do not like them, man. They're fucking shit. They're it's. Shoot this many pigeons in Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Find, find this many pieces of a UFO. F uh, what else is that? Find all the Riddler trophies the in every fucking though? game. Oh, it's not. It's just padding, ain't it? This is it, and it upsets <laughs> lazy me. It the shit out of me because it's like, right, how do we span this game out so that people feel like they get the money's worth? You could add more missions. Nah, collectathon. Or alternatively, why don't you just sell it as is? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, I am well up for a shorter experience. Mm. If you give me a good story-driven game that's eight hours long, yeah. I'm looking at what? Uncharted at that point? The Order, 1886 yeah. well, that, that was... That was, that was, that was two hours. It was just <laughs> too quick. No, like, The Order, 1886, was about... Was it five or six hours? Well, that was, wasn't that like a launch title, though? So that's getting like, yeah, rushed yeah. out. Yeah. Like, and, like, I mean, I was telling you earlier about actual sunlight. Yes, um, two hours. 
it's, yeah, about an hour to two hours long. So I'm I'm up for some shorter experiences. Mm. Well, Fucking padding pisses me off. Well, that's yeah. why Vice City is my favourite GTA. Small map, mm-hmm. cool missions. I think there's only like one collectathon title thing in there where you got to collect Great the drugs. Soundtrack yeah. to it. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. That soundtrack. Man. Did you die my arms tonight? Oh, like, to two fair, minutes to midnight. I've not oh. been playing much of the missions. I've just been driving around. Yeah, you do. Don't fucking you? music. Because yeah. it's quality. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> Run over someone. <laughs> oh. Continue. The problem is, though, when I play those games, half of the music ends up going on my iPhone. <laughs> 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 so they go, yeah, I've done that. that you know what? Grand Theft Auto 05, there's a particular song. Um, I can't remember. Kenny Loggins. Um, oh, yes, I got that. The, um, I downloaded yeah. that sucker. <laughs> I'm free. I just um, thought, oh, it's really catchy. I'm going to. And fuck is it? Sleepwalking as well, but I was at a chain gang of. 84 or something like that okay. I know back when Vice City first came out and you could buy the music on CD oh, yeah, I did yeah. I've got uh, Flamando Martinez's Emotions yeah. that's fucking hilarious that and uh, The Rock Station with Laszlo right there you go Ogden's Nut Gone Flake by Small Faces I'm just I'm going to play it real quick hold the speaker so people can hear it yeah, you can hear it. <laughs> they can hear it, all three of them. You know, this, is only, this isn't copyright, is it? <laughs> well, we gave them credit. And... Apple's, Apple are good eggs, they're not going to report us. Yeah, oh, we're going to have to edit this shit I, out, aren't we? I we'll just hum it. swear to God, like the classic rock uh, radio station on Grand Theft Auto V made most of this playlist. Mm. Um, and the talk shows. But I there's, like there's other stuff like um, I wouldn't want to be like you but the Alan Parsons Project Night Moves by Bob Seeker and the Silver Bullet Band Baker Street Jerry Rapper oh, oh, everyone, everyone loves that everyone loves that everyone loves Baker Street the breakup song by the Greg Kinn Band oh mate there's just some yeah. solid music on here I really can't knock it because they, they did that with Fallout as well there's plenty of Elton John as well no that's just your playlist. What the fuck? What do you mean no? <laughs> no, I went oh. Oh, I thought you said no. How yeah. can anyone say no to fucking Saturday nights all right? No. Hey, you don't listen to music. Yeah, you're, you're a fucking, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, a fucking cretin and all. Yeah, you leave now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And make sure you cut the law. Yeah, cut it properly this time. <laughs> Yes. It's better than Craig. Apart from collect- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Let's move on. Apart from collectathons, what else have you been up to? Um, well, I've also I've pretty much contemplated. Well, I've thought about I'm um, getting the new Far Cry Five game. Oh, uh, I've actually so seen that. You've gone know. from one collectathon to, to another, another, another Ubi right, game to another Ubi game. Well, instead of just like sneaking around stabbing people in the back, I thought I'd sneak around shooting shoot people in the, in the back. back. Yeah. So you're going to shoot a bunch of Egyptians? Cultures. You're going to shoot a bunch of Americans? Yeah. Fair play. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Shocking. A lot of people don't have issues with that. Only <laughs> no. Americans. No. Even then, some of them are like. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, we're going to take a very quick break. Video here. games try and take away my guns. <laughs> <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to take a very quick break. We'll pop back in a moment. We'll run you through the very brief news that we've got. We'll give you our shout out for this week and we will tell you why we're not too sure about them, their trophies. Ooh. See you soon. Bye. 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 Laters. Dude, your nips are seriously chapped.
Yeah, that's no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> Welcome back. Right, so... <laughs> Did you lose your thought there? We <laughs> said we were going to jump straight into the news, but we're not going to jump straight into the news. Oh. Today Ooh. is Sunday the 22nd. It is. All right. It's Earth Day. It's Earth Day. No one cares. No one gives two <laughs> shits. <laughs> Just make sure your lights are off at eight. Is that, that, that will save the planet. I'll However, let's kill it. I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about our friend Alex here. Hello. Who's going to get <laughs> so old come Wednesday. How old are you going to be on Wednesday? I'm going to be 30. That is very old. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. off. Heartbreaking. <laughs> You're two months behind. So, <laughs> I know I am. So very old. So How old are you? I, I'm I wanted, four years ahead of you. But I, I wanted to take for my age. I wanted to take the opportunity. As an old man, that means that you like to tinker with, You're with old get things. You're going to get me a pipe and slippers, aren't you? I'm not going to get you a pipe and slippers. Rico, your labo. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what that turns into a fucking caring hoist uh, we need help getting out of the fucking bed and pipe and slippers yeah. <laughs> I have here your gifts okay no they've not been wrapped up except I've just not had any time that doesn't right. care that much so I want you to close your eyes okay Right, you've bombed that, bomb that trick before. <laughs> so, why, why do you think I'm sitting there? <laughs> oh, I lost my virginity. Close your eyes, put your hands Close your out. Eyes, hold your hands out for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to hold my hands out. Get your hands out. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's, that's a ten. Right. There we are. There is your gift. <laughs> Oh, wow. Tell the yeah, audience, what did you get? Quality. What did you get? Come I've on. got Haynes manuals. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. What is it with a T-34 tank? We know how much you love your tanks. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. But we know and nothing about tanks, so we assume that that was one you'd enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one is about the Imperial Death Star, which, which we probably know more about than tanks. Yeah, because it's more interesting. Slightly scary. <laughs> wow. Thank you very much. Now you right. can build your own Death Star, don't you know? Can I 3D print it? Oh, fuck yeah, go for it. I know we can get one of those done. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fucking... This is in depth. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Well, dude, you've seen the size of the book. It's like chunky. That's quality. 1943. Oh, my... Oh, wow. Yeah. So, You fucking carry on. I'm going to be quite happy now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your catch-up? Shut up. Don't care. <laughs> Sorry, have we finished the podcast? Oh, look. Thanks. <laughs> Give us no. some random facts as well when you're going through that. Yeah, just randomly. I want yeah. you to shout out randomly. Right, so... <laughs> Here's the news. T-34s were produced in Russia. Let's jump straight into the news. <laughs> what wasn't? <laughs> in Mother Russia, tank drive you. Yet. Welcome to Red Alert. <laughs> Number one on the news. Bioware has spoken mm. out about Anthem, and it's got to ensure that it's got a nice big story in single-player campaign. Yeah, because fucked up last time. This is after the general manager, Casey Hudson, the other day turned around and went... We're going to have to really focus on delivering intricate and interesting story experiences to single players. Obviously, Damn. they've recently shelved the Mass Effect IP. Yeah, because after the flop that was Andromeda, I liked Andromeda, but Are you a lot of like people didn't. A lot of people didn't. I tell you what, it's buggy as fuck. Yeah. Isn't that the best thing yeah. about it, though? No. <laughs> the best thing about it is the fact that it was shit. Buggy buggy. <laughs> I tell you what, my, my bug experience with Mass Effect Andromeda um, was a bit where I went to go and talk to the SAM node, as it was called. Right? Which <laughs> is, that sounds like the most boring name for a computer. It's How the, can I help you? Um, no. I can't quite. 
I can't quite remember what the fuck it stands for, but this thing, Sam, Sad is the AI. Sad automated machine. Yeah. It's the AI, and you go to speak to it, and there's another AI that you find on this alien planet, and you bring it on board this, this ship that you're on. This is Sam's cool cousin, Zach. Um, there's a bit where you talk to it, and your main character's head span round. <laughs> so my version of Scott Ryder ended up looking backwards after his head had done a 180. <laughs> on his head. Uh, so basically okay. just snapped his neck to talk to Sam's more interesting cousin. Yeah, so this is, this is the jank that we're, uh, we're fucking having to deal with. Don't but, worry, Anthem's going to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. Mm. Take your time with it, I'm quite happy. Yeah. I... I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to Anthem. To be honest, the longer they take with it, less bug, less crap, the more they can develop with it. Yeah. Don't I'm, rush shit out. I'm looking forward to Anthem <laughs> coming out. Because at yeah, the end of the day, you, you know when we were talking about how God of War is the Thor experience? Yeah. God of Thor. Thor. Um, ah! Nice, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I bet no one else has done that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, let's go on Twitter and make that happen before anyone else does. <laughs> Anthem, yeah. Anthem really does feel... Look like it might well be the Iron Man emulator, and I'm like, actually, I'm really quite excited about that. <laughs> you name your character Tony Stark? No, probably not. Well, you failed in Iron Man. Okay. Yeah, you just do. Just right, don't give, don't give me that face, man. You failed at it. Fuck. Okay. Move on. So number two, sources suggest that the next Call of Duty is not going to have a solo campaign. Oh, that's Black Ops. That's fine. It may, however, Ooh, have oh. a battle royale. Oh, oh yeah. so we're going to the battle royale games? Yeah. Fuck Because me. Fortnite and PUBG have gone really, really Yeah, and Grand crazy. Theft Auto. Well, well. Grand well, Theft Auto incorporated... They a royale, yeah, they were incorporating... I don't know if it's out yet, but they were incorporating a battle royale mode to their online. Okay. It's mad. It is a fucking sign of the times. What else did you have? You had um, battle Death. royale. You had deathmatch you had, back in the day. You had... PUBG, you had Fortnite, yeah. you've got Grand Theft Auto that's doing it. Um, was Lawbreakers one of them? Yeah, but that flop. No, that was Hero. That was meant to be like Overwatch. That was another one of Cliffy yeah. B's that failed. It's just, it's one of those. I just, because, it really is a sign of the time. Fortnite have been successful. They think they can do yeah. it with every title. I think I've well, read something well, like. Well, actually, Fortnite's been way more successful than PUBG. Yeah, and PUBG is free. And PUBG are getting really stressed about it. Because they're spending 30 quid to pay, pay yeah. for it. PUBG, PUBG is nothing now, I swear. I don't hear anyone talk about it, but Fortnite has just hit this massive million pound fucking milestone what do you know, do you on know its um, mobile devices. Yeah. Because people, are, all these in-app purchases, people are just going nuts over it. Well, you know why? well besides from the free-to-play model, do you know why Fortnite's got a bigger advantage over PUBG? What? Identity. It looks different. Oh, Pudgy, yeah. Pudgy yeah. could be any sort of... There's a quirky comic side yeah. to Fortnite than it is Pudgy. Yeah, Pudgy could be any sort of random shooter. No one would yeah. really know the difference. If you put like screenshots of all these different Pudgy clones out there, you probably would not be able to tell the real Pudgy from a fake one. Yeah. But Fortnite, like I say, it's got that wacky cartoon you feel. You say that, but there was um, a guy on YouTube that I watched, uh, Jack Franks, he does a lot of Battlefield 1 videos. Yeah. Um, he did, he found a Pudgy ripoff. There's tons of animals, oh, yeah, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, there's yeah. Loads, yeah. You know, as you say, it's it's flooding the market now. Yeah, but you know, PUBG will just die out because it's, you've got so many more free options to play with. It's the time. Well, well they were trying to sue Fortnite or something like that. People, <laughs> and people just they, they they want what they want at the moment, and I'm waiting because I'm wondering 
what a year, maybe two years from now, the next craze is going to be. Oh, we've seen hero shooters. We've seen all these battle royale modes mm. come through. Wonder what the fuck it's going to be. We're going to circle back around. There'll be death matches again. There'll be maybe. old school doom death match. I'm glad to see the the guys over at Insomniac have sat there and gone, huh? All this in-app purchase and fucking loot boxes and all that bullshit. We're not going to do any of that. Spider-Man, they've said it's going to be, mm. you buy it once. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm. Fuck, guys. I well know. done. Yes. Yeah, I, what about all that pre-ordered bullshit, though? Hey, but that's always been a thing. Like, yeah, that's, you know, they're, they're, they're not offering loot boxes. Be. They're not offering any, any in-game purchases or anything like that. There's going to be DLC, but that's just the market that we live in now. Yeah, but that's, that's how it should be. If you want to get added features... Yeah. Then pay for it. Don't keep paying £4, £5, £10 during the game to get that. Yeah. And if you like the game so much, I'm certain if you go back and get the season pass, you'll end you'll up with half the pre order bonuses. Yeah. It'll just be one of those things. There's, there's no way they'll lock it out to people that can't afford to pay for it now. No. Mm. Not sure? Um, no. When, it comes to, when you've got pre-order bonuses, that means you're going to have DLC to pay for when you can really just include <coughs> the game already. You could, but I mean... Pre-order bullshit is when you can get a certain costume at a certain store, which makes you buy it from game or Walmart or whatever, when it should it should be either included already. I mean, if, hell, if you want... To, I always see DLC as like an expansion set from the old times. But, you know, that the game was completed. I yeah. mean... The game was finished. Well, People these days, when it comes to DLC and patches, it's just something that they do to tack it on. It's I get that. Now you buy this game, and it will be done. It will be completed. But you will still then be offered further down the line for DLC, because they've already announced that they've got DLC getting ready for it. Yeah, but the thing that irritates me is they're proud to say, oh, you're going to get a finished game. Yes. I should get a fucking finished yeah. game. I'm buying a finished game product. I'm not buying an episodic. I'm not buying half a game. I'm not getting early release. You are giving me a finished product because I'm giving you my hard-earned cash to get this product. Yeah. So, you know, that's what really... Free to, pay, free to play, I can understand microtransactions because that's how, yeah. they, that's yeah. how they made the money yeah. back. Yeah. That I can understand. Yeah. But if you're paying 40 quid for a game and then on top of that, you could like... I mean, we always go back to Battlefront too, yeah. because it's the one that fucked up the yeah, most. Yeah, yeah. Wow, EA hurt. That, yeah, yeah. That, it's, it was because the uh, the pay mechanics were part of the game. Yeah. It was a mechanic. It wasn't something extra. You had to pay to literally play after paying 40, 50 quid, whatever, to yeah. get this game. So, yeah, every time I hear, oh, you know, DLCs coming out of this, that, and the other, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I... I understand it to a certain degree. I don't think you ought to paint them with the same brush. Don't tar them with that same brush at all. Because at the end of the day, things like... I mean, we were talking about Final Fantasy earlier. You've got mm. three separate... They're called episodes. Yeah, that came way after the they original. came way after. And it's that thing of they will give you a different story. They'll give you a different kind of set of characters. Different recipes. It will give you a different experience. And you will have this core Spider-Man game. And then you will have yourself... You know, a lovely little secondary experience when this DLC comes out. Pre-ordering is always going to be a thing. We're never going to yeah, get yeah. away from it. Yeah. And you really should. You should not be pre-ordering stuff. Not in a fucking day and age where, you know, digital sales are not going to... They're not going to run out. No. They're no, not going to run out. No, they're no, not. I get but it. The pre-ordering, pre-ordering games, 
This is where I think in-app purchases should be cancelled because pre-ordering games gives you something different. Um, you know, uh, I've lost my train of thought now because you were nudging me towards a Sorry, in mind. Um, the problem. Yeah, if if you if you want to get that added bonus, then you're then yeah, fine. Pay 10, 10 yeah. 15 pound more, and and just fucking leave them alone. But That's what's, it. But what's that bonus? So usually it's just a costume or something like that, which yeah. is. Which, like, you probably could have got... I mean, I remember when... Was it Arkham Asylum was coming out? And depending on what store you got it from, you got a different costume. The one thing I will say about Arkham Asylum is, since they were... Was it Rocksteady were more favourable towards Sony? Because Sony managed to get exclusive. You got to play as the Joker. If you bought a PS3 edition. That was... um, Yeah, yeah, that was Asylum. Sorry, I was thinking of City when I was thinking of the different skins. Oh, skins of City, as well as um, Night. Yeah, as well. Night had bucket loads of skins in that. And but then, it's but really then do that as a as a pre order bonus. Don't do that as in app purchase. Well, the thing that the thing that irritated me a little bit about Somnia is they actually bitched about uh, how difficult it was to make a Spider Punk skin. I'm like, well, don't fucking do it then. Oh, you yeah. know, it's a pre order bonus. If you're gonna bitch about it, don't oh, make it. It's do really it's else. really hard to make. You've got to do little horns for his Mohican and we have to go in and it's a fucking pre order. You you're getting people to pay. You know, to pre-order this fucker, just so yeah. it's going to look good on your sales figures. It is pretty much all for stock uh, stock shares. But that goes back to what we were saying the other day. Mm. Like companies don't care about you as an individual. Oh fuck no. They're, but they still have to cater to the individual's taste, and they will look at that from comic sales. Yeah. I am willing to bet the whole Spider Verse thing that happened a couple of years ago will have helped push the sale of Spider Punk. Yeah. And as a result, will help. Pre-orders, oh, yeah, and as a result, will help the bottom line of Insomniac. That's just how it is. Yeah. I, I get it. I'm I'm glad to hear there's no in-app purchases because there really shouldn't be. I don't especially know, for a game like Spider-Man. I don't even know like, where you could get with that. What unless, are you gonna pay? Yeah. Well, can you imagine that? If you but, pay one pound fifty, you unlock the web shooter. That said, they <laughs> they did it to well, what was the Mordor game? Was it Shadow of War? Shadow yeah. yeah, they did it to that one. So and yeah, they, and they've realised their mistake. And since then, they've been coming out going, yeah, yeah we've done that. We've we've fucked up. Yeah, but we've taken it out. That was too late. Too late, though. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, but because that mecha- that pay mechanic was part of the game mechanic. Yeah, they yeah. built the game around that bit. Yeah, yeah. which kind of made the whole nemesis system shite. But the Nemesis system in the first one was really, really good. Exactly, oh, and that's what so, made it really so bad. good, wasn't it? Yeah. And that's but, a professional opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. professional. The first Nemesis With system. With a capital P. First Nemesis system, good. Second, shy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next on our list, and last on our list, Grand Theft Auto V Premium Online Edition is now available in stores for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. How much does that cost digitally? That really does depend. About um, £70, pound, I would have thought. That is so bullshit. Much, I've got the dollars here. Um, it includes for PCs as well. Uh, next week, publisher Rockstar Games are now... Sorry, I'm, I'm reading Put your teeth back in, man. Put your teeth back in. The game will cost £84.99 digitally, dollars, and £79.99 for the physical version. No idea why. How old is GTA 5? Um, GTA 5 is... Four years? Four years? Come um, on. Any more else? No, I don't think five. Five? Sling? I'm, go- also I'm going with Nick and saying five because... Because it was out on the PS3 as well, GTA 5. It was, yes. Because yeah. I got it for PS3. 
Initial release date was the 17th of September 2013. Wow. Yeah. Well, How long was that? Five years ago. Yeah, four so, and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rockstar, I mean, God bless them, we do all love Rockstar. Mm. They wanted to pay 80 quid to get a four and a half year old game. Yeah. Fuck you. I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> what, what, what let, let, me, let me just pick this up. Um, so, GTA. Who doesn't sold, own GTA 5 now, let's be honest. GTA 5 has sold know. over. Over 85 million copies. It's one of the MPV's most successful games of all times. No, I, I had it for my 360, but then when I moved over to the PS4, I've not picked oh, it up. Oh, but, you, but you, you had it at one stage, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this version of the game includes the complete Grand Theft Auto V story, which you would hope for anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Can yeah, you imagine yeah. that? Halfway through, you go to Franklin, <laughs> then it just cuts out. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Online and all existing gameplay upgrades and content, including the Doomsday Heist, Gun Running, Smuggler's Run, and Bikers. Okay. Uh, it also comes with the Criminal Enterprise Starter Pack, the fastest way for a new Grand Theft Auto Online player to jumpstart their Criminal Empire with the most popular content. A so, sorry, with the most popular content plus one million dollars bonus cash to spend in Grand Theft Auto Online. Shame that's not real life. Or I want to pick that up. That's <laughs> <laughs> because Rockstar, Rockstar's got money to burn on that. They could actually probably give a million away. Yeah, and still be pissing themselves laughing. <laughs> it's amazing, absolutely amazing. But that is it. That's that's pretty much it for the news. How can they justify eighty quid for a di- for a digital copy and seventy for, for a physical? You yeah. would have thought physical would be more. I no. What do you want to bet that this sells well? Of course, it's going to sell well. No, I, I think. Because of how... Yeah, let's have that pen. I'm going to make a note. I'm going to try and find out what the sales numbers are for the premium online edition. Oh, man. I bet it's through the fucking roof. It will so be. The next, the next time we get together, I'm going to have a look at it and see what how it many How it. many hard copies of games have you got at the minute, Slimmer? Pretty much all, most of my games are hard copies. I do buy hard copy games. Nick? Well, it's I more... try and um, download games now, but you know, I, I, I don't think I really should. To be honest, because you know, I like I like the hard copy games. Okay. Well, I see. I'm a bit of a mix. Like oh, my last well. my last two, I've gone and picked up Final Fantasy twelve and fifteen, hard copy, because it was cheaper to buy them second hand than it is to buy them digitally. But if you ask me to buy a brand new game, I will buy it digitally. Okay. And I disagree. I don't think that you need to buy it physically. I don't think it's anything like that. Well, you see, need, see, what's I'm your reasoning? Well, see, I was thinking uh, to buy a game digitally. Well, see, for me personally, when Spider-Man comes out in September, I'm going to be getting that. I'm yeah. going to be pre-ordering it. Are you getting the hard copy or the digital? I think I might be getting the digital. I think I'm, I'm, thinking I'm just going to pre-order it. Because my point is, <coughs> out, out of the three, the four of us here, <coughs> only one gets out and out hard copies, which it's, is you. Sir. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. It's we all to... get some digital, some hard. It's easy to so, count how many I've got digital. Exactly. So I'd prefer to have hard copies cheaper than digital ones. The reason why I prefer hard copies is pretty much today's reason is because we wanted to play Dragon Ball Fighter <laughs> Z. I brought it around. You couldn't do that with digital copies. No, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, but how long did it take to install on his PS4? Actually, not that long, did it? It, it took about 30 seconds, in fairness. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, we but that said... I put Final Fantasy fifteen in there and it took 30 minutes. Yeah, that's what I because with I know the benefit of having digital copies is that once it's downloaded, it's there. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The problem is, you've got to download it, and depending yeah. on your internet and how good or shit it is, can vary between an hour to 
after that. My yeah. only problem is it's like I say, it is there, which means yeah. you can't take your movie to show your mates. So no. it's not kind of a case of, oh, bring it around, let's have a game yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. And I think some, and that's the reason why I think publishers and developers, are, well, maybe publishers, let's be honest, are pushing digital more is because you can't share it. No. So, for example, if brother wanted to play Dragon Ball Fighter Z, he said, oh, can you lend it to me? Bam. Yeah. I can lend it to him for X amount of time. And yeah. if he gets bored of it and gives it back to me, he doesn't have to have to pay the game. If it's on digital, you ain't going to take my PS4. Sorry, man. You know? right. no. <laughs> I get it. I, I do understand. But it's not just that. It's, it's going to be cheaper for digital. It should be cheaper for digital. But the it reason it be. isn't is because at the minute they have to offset the cost of the fact that they're still making physical games. If you relate to how much a game is now compared to how much it was 15 years ago, mm. which is well within you know our gaming life yeah. cycle. Well, it I don't was know 30 about, quid instead of 50. I don't know about that. Virtual I, Race was 70. Well, mate, Final Fantasy IX, when I bought that, was 40 quid. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But if I buy myself the brand new copy of Final Fantasy XV, that's probably going to be somewhere in the region of 50 quid. So it's going to buy a tenner. Whereas when you take into consideration... You know, the different types of development that go into it. You've got stop motion uh, capture, you've got um, actual actors that you need to pay, voice actors that you've got to pay. You have to normally do a load of fucking research into each individual area that you're going to be working in. Mm. It's not that uncommon for you to find the people traveling across the world to study the area for which their game setting is going to be within. Yeah, but one thing I will say bullshit on if any game publisher or game developers says, oh, we need to charge this amount of money because we spent this amount. God of War 4 did a press conference in Norway. Yeah. Which must have cost a bucket load. They didn't need to do that. It's God of War. It's going to sell anyway. Is it though? Fuck yeah, of course it is. Anyone who's played God of War before, you don't need to, even if you're going to do a press conference, you don't need to do it in bloody Norway. We'd have to pay for people to get shipped over. I get it. And, and do I that understand sort of that stuff. it's not a decent sampling, but no one at this table owns it. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, but you, but do you want maybe the marketing isn't strong enough for it. Yes, but that's because, you know, I read into the industry. It's I don't, that I'm interested in. The reason why I don't want it is because it's just not my thing. It's just, mm. I just look at it and yeah. I think it's, it looks boring. But the th- Which it should because it's got a wall, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah. I, I have no interest in it at all. I, I think the the, the 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 trailers that I've seen make it look absolutely stunning. But I just think it's not for you, not for me. It's yeah. a pretty game. There's no denying yeah, it's yeah. a pretty game, but it does look a bloody boring one as well. But again, we're getting tied into the idea of one particular game. The second mm. you stop having to pay for the actual delivery costs, the actual manufacturing of each individual um case of each individual disc you have to stop you know worrying about the printing of all these discs you have to stop worrying about the equipment that then writes the code of the game onto said blu-rays you've then got to stop worrying about then paying the percentage to game to fucking who else sells games nowadays hmv, HMV. barely Bam. do you know what i mean like, asda sells more the games than hmv well, this is it but this, this is it there's a certain the amount of... because digital copies are now a, a more well, digital copies never really go on sale. GTA Five is still the same no, price it was when it first came di- out. Digital no, copies are, are now more accessible. Sales. You are finding less game shops. Yes, you know, to a certain see, degree, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm because not, I'm when not, it comes to the end of the physical era, 
there will be fewer costs to pay out for and you might not see a drop in prices because why would they drop prices but you might not see such an increase on certain prices no no they're still going to charge you through the nose they've got they've got the hold but they're charging you through the nose now yeah digitally that's why that's why I pay physically often they're charging you pretty much the same physically I can get GTA 5 for 30 quid it's like 50 online Half the time, right, yeah. And you can't who's justify that, that just that by what you said. By? Who's that being sold by? I don't know. So what do you mean you don't know? You walk into the it. store, you go into Sainsbury's. Yeah. Oh, right, so what's this? Grand Theft Auto 5, £40. Recommended retail price, 50 Yes. Not retail price, the online price is 50 quid. In the shops, it's 30 quid. I mean, so you, I look anywhere, the when advertises you, when the you look at it's how much, You've said how much it costs for... Packaging, this, that, and the other, right? Yeah. Online doesn't have packaging. Online has no overheads in that field. No. Therefore, it should cutting, be cheaper. It's cutting out the middle But it's man. not cheaper. It's more expensive. And that is bullshit. But part of the reason that it's going to be more expensive is because There it's is more... no part of why it there should is. be more expensive online than it is physically. The reason it's physically more expensive... should be more expensive. The reason it's more expensive in certain areas, and it's not because they're regularly doing flash sales and things like the PSN. You know why? Because I can just pick up my phone... And I can click, huh, buy, download to PS4, and it will come straight onto my PS4 from there. I can just pick up the store without ever leaving this room. Yeah. It's a convenience. Yeah. And that's part of what it is that you're paying for. Sony don't care that you're paying for don't bit care. Extra. The fact is, is that they're making their sales. Yeah. But I'm, what I'm saying is... But would they make twice as many sales if they were cheap? Exactly. Would they, though? Yes, because well, more people would buy it. If, if no, you, that's that's what that's one man's thinking. What I'm saying is that is quite actually, a lot of people's thinking. If it's cheaper, people will buy more of it. But would, would that you happen? pay fifty quid for a game online? No. Okay. Would no. You pay, right. Would you would pay, you pay 50 thirty quid? Would you pay thirty quid? I pay thirty quid for a lot of games. Physically. Physically. If you saw it in a shop and it's there, thirty quid physically, would you buy no, it? No, because the thing is, I, I don't. <clears throat> for me, hard copies is a bit different. I, I don't want to buy it because it's cheaper. I just feel it's more accessible for me buying it digitally. But okay. I would still prefer I would still prefer it to be cheaper. But if it was fifty quid online and thirty quid digital, thirty quid fifty quid digitally, thirty quid on um, hard copy, you would still get it digitally. No, I you would pay the extra it. twenty I quid. I wouldn't buy it and unless it was the same price. Unless it was a game that I was overly interested in, mm. I would not sit there and waste fifty pounds on a game that I wouldn't I wouldn't all right. I wouldn't so invest time in. Let's look at it a slightly different way. All right. Crash Bandicoot or Burnout Paradise, one of those games that's yep. come out recently, they're a lower rate than normal. They're about 30 quid. All right. Burnout Paradise is £35 on the PSN. Say you know for a fact that at your local HMV, which is Leicester Way, yep. Yep, it is 30 quid. Are you going to make the point? Say you're a Burnout fan of traveling to Leicester to pick up a game for £5 cheaper when you could simply sit there and click purchase and buy it for 35 Yes, because I like to leave the house every now and again. No, but... I right, go that's, to again, places... Again, that's you as an individual. Right, okay, yeah. Okay. You got lost in Italy. I went to Rome. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Where were you? In the fucking Disney store but, when I was texting right, you. Okay. The point I'm making is that when you look at it from that scale... There are a lot of people that are going to buy it digitally. Yeah, yeah. And that's and why Sony can reason, If it's a reasonable price. Yeah, yeah. So, so far, you're just you're saying. About, that what you're saying. What is I'm that saying is it should be. a £20 variance. Yeah. And like, that variance is huge. 
quite often you will not see that variance when brand new games come out yes when they're when they're old when they've been out for a while you'll probably see a big variance come out at some point but when i saw um wow what the fuck was it called lego marvel superheroes 2 49.99 or 54.99 one was physical one was digital the fiver are you serious do you know what i mean I'm just saying that a, dig a digital copy should not be way oh. more than a physical copy. I don't think games should be costing this much anyway. The, the, the price of games has not gone up that much compared to when we were kids. Although the bullshit about saying that is more expensive overheads, we don't force developers to do insane amount of overheads. Yeah. We don't force them to have motion caption. We don't force them to hire high-class no. celebrities to Absolutely do the voices. Not. So when they start bitching and whining and saying, oh, this is this AAA cost this amount to make. They're not bitching and whining. But they're, they're bringing these people Charlie. in and they're not forcing anyone to buy their games, but they're still selling them. Yeah, because it's, people want to buy them. But they exactly. Still people want to buy them. They but, are willing to spend the money that you're moaning about on the games that you don't want. With these celebrities. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I'm not worried about them, it's that what I'm saying is, if they come, come back and say, oh, we've got to pay X, Y, and Z, well, fucking tough shit. Don't try, cram in microtransactions and DLCs but then, and release unfinished games right. just because you decide to fucking do a motion caption and have Peter Dinklage as your voice. I don't sell a product. For example, I don't sell a product. Recently, our prices went up where I work, right? Well, everyone's gone all over the place. Uh, yeah, right? It happens because that's escalation. You yeah. end up paying more, but then you end up being paid more because that's just how the national living wage works, yeah. right? That's what you have to expect. Why are we not expecting that for the gaming industry as well? Well, we kind of do. You want games cheaper, but they have scaled probably in line with what the national living wage has been. Yeah, but what I'm getting at is, yeah, it's morally wrong to charge more digitally, but I can see why they do it, because, let's be honest, I'd probably do the same. Yeah, this is it. Like you said, um, what was it that you said? Like, the worth of something is what you are willing to put to... Yeah, you know, an item, a product. Yeah, if someone and sells you a fake Mona Lisa for two million quid, that fake Mona Lisa is worth two million quid. Yeah, and for as long as Sony and Xbox and every other uh, publisher, as long as they get away with it, mm. it's never going to stop. They're going to monopolize the market. Yeah. So it's like a footballer is getting paid a million quid. Don't even start on that. <laughs> fucking <laughs> footballers! <laughs> Tell you what, if you want to get angry about something? Yeah. Let's get angry about our fucking footballers. Are so, stupidly overpaid. Tell you what, yeah. though, I would take that paycheck, wouldn't you? It's like oh, fucking hell, yeah. It's like fuck it, fuck you, Wayne Rooney, using all that money for elderly prostitutes. But at the same time, if someone came up to me and said, "Here's a million quid to dick around the field with a ball." I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I'll take yeah. that. I'll take that yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Honestly. So yes, big business. We get where you're coming from, but you're wrong. Unless yeah. I'm big business, then you're right. You're morally wrong. Yes. Yeah. No. Right. So. Shout out time. Yeah. Shout out time. So. Whoop, whoop. This one is going out to Gobbins. That's an awesome name. It is an I awesome should, name. I like that. Right. So this is at Gubbins1969. Is I'm just going to read you a little bit of his little bio here. Is he a farmer? Um, no. 
How did you get that? No. Gubbins. <laughs> Sounds like a farmer's name. So, retro gamer and lover of stuff and gubbins. Slowly becoming a grumpy old man. His Steam ID is gubbins1. Feel free to add him if you want. And then a smiley emoticon. Isn't that gubbins1969? Yeah, yeah, he's going to say Steam ID. Oh, right, Steam oh, yeah, ID. No, Steam right, ID's so uh, Gubbins 1. Um, and I'll be honest, he's, is he, is he's he? a nice guy. He's really sound, actually. Um, he is constantly sharing our stuff. Cool. Uh, he's commenting with us. Um, it's really nice. It's so cool. He's got some really strange stuff here. Even better, Gubbins. On, yeah. I, li- I like you. You're really good people, Gubbins. On his Twitter feed, but it's really cool. Like, he's a really nice guy. Um and it'll tie in as well to our other shout-out that will come up in one of our smaller shows, which you'll be seeing shortly. Or hearing. Thanks, yeah. guys. Unless you can see sound, then that LSD is working <laughs> big time. <laughs> so. Trip balls, fantastic. We are going to get ourselves off before the cat crawls all over the fucking laptop. Wade, say hi. Yeah, you got to edit one of my jokes soon. Wade. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Remember again how much your cat loves you? Yeah, not doesn't, a lot. Doesn't your cat have like more Twitter followers than you as well? <laughs> it's not hard. Yeah, no. Even Brodney. Even Brodlefax has more fans than you. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Brodlefax is amazing. You love Brodlefax. Right. Awesome. That's it. You've plugged it. Let's close up. So, if you want to follow us, I am at Ro- Rodney Broddle. Rodney Broddle one. Rodney Broddle. Ooh. <laughs> you are at AJ No Warriors. Yeah. What's that stand for? That's it. That's a story for another time. And you are at Chris Chris Slinger. Slinger. Yes. If you want to follow the main group, you can do so. Does Nick have one? No. Does he fuck? And even if he did, do you not tweet? I'm I'm just here, part of the part of the conversation. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's like the cutest thing I've ever heard. Actually, I'm just here to make the numbers up. (laughs) They've got friends, really. (laughs) They're not three sad twats in a kitchen. Entertaining Honest, cat. Don't don't start because that's depressing. Dude, we are. We're just sad twats in a kitchen that took pity on me. <laughs> no. If you want to follow the main group, you can do so. Dude, we if are... we take pity on you, what does that make us? At yeah. pixel <laughs> underscore prep. Yeah. What does that make me? You can. <laughs> Fuck. You can drop us an email over at pixelprepweb at gmail.com We'll pick it up. If you've got any comments or anything like that, please send them our way and hopefully we'll speak to you soon. As long as those comments are like really, really nice and super positive. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't want negatives because we cry easy. Or any form of constructive criticism. Oh, yeah, fuck that shit. In fact, even be careful with your positivity. Yeah, make sure it's like really good, good yeah. positivity. Like, you're really cool guys. Like, if you were going to start off with something like, I really, really love this podcast, but I'm okay with it, but get rid of the but. Yeah. And Put a full stop if, and send that email. If you start your email with, you guys sound really attractive and got muscles in all the right places and I bet your willies are really big, that's even better. Yeah. You'd be wrong. <laughs> totally, <laughs> but... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. I think right. you'll find my anaconda does not lie. So, <laughs> with that, we are out of here. Let's sound off. Nick? Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Later, alligator. Later, alligator.